0: Thanks again for tuning in to yet another episode of The Conversation Podcast here at McCurdy's Comedy Theater. We are in the second week of March, and uh, yeah, we are all feeling this coronavirus pandemic. And uh, this week's no different, though. We still had a podcast, and we still had a show all week long. Uh, our guest today is Ryan Belleville. He is a... Uh very funny headliner actually originally from canada he's done everything he's done all the acting all the all the clubs all the competitions and uh, our feature act is nathan wallace who is from fort myers he just recently got passed the club and was offered a date pretty quickly so he came in and did his thing and we had a lot of fun with this podcast it was a uh, one of our longer podcasts so i think you guys are going to enjoy this one and uh, please go to our website mccurdyscomedy.com for all of our upcoming shows and events and news On uh, you know upcoming shows and whether or not they're going to be canceled or not, Um, and just you know how serious this uh, this thing is going to be with us. And uh, please give it up for our guests uh, Ryan Belleville and Nathan Wallace.
1: Welcome to the conversation. We're live, Les McCurdy, mm-hmm. The Conversation in the Green Room, McCurdy's Comedy Theater. And, of course, again, this is as close as we can get with microphones in front of our faces to a <laughs> candid conversation like we would normally have back to here with no real agenda n- uh, at all, and uh, it's not an interview. And um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh uh, introduce yourself to the crowd and and uh, so they know your voice, and then we'll continue. All right. Well, hi, I'm Ryan
2: Belville. I'm the headliner this week. I live in Los Angeles, originally from Canada. Treasure of Canadian
3: comedy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I'm oh, Nathan I- Wallace from Fort Myers. <laughs> uh, I was on here a couple of other weeks ago. Uh, nice to talk to you again.
1: The treasure of Fort Myers, comic. Treasure <laughs> of Fort Myers. That's <laughs> how you. That's how you know
3: I'm an old pro. I just immediately <laughs> yeah. just.
1: Assume. Aren't there as many people in Fort Myers as there is Canada? Aren't they close? It's pretty close. It's pretty it's pretty, pretty it's close, I think. Yeah. Pretty. I'm c- oh, not. Yeah, no, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody loves Saskatchewan. It's actually true. In Yellowknife, in Saskatchewan.
2: No, Yellowknife's up. It's that's where like way up north. Oh, way. Up. They, like way, way. That's like close to the North Pole. But there's a there is a <laughs> province like a state in Canada called Princess. Or Prince Edward Island. Pete right.
1: I've been close. I've been there.
2: It's really beautiful, but it yes. shouldn't be, it shouldn't have its own, like, province. It shouldn't be a province because no one lives there. It's just this teeny tiny little island. Oh, so practice. it's
1: just all resorts out there.
2: It's, yeah, it's basically. Because I went
1: up to Nova Scotia. Beautiful. And we actually did not go out to Prince Edward Island. We looked at it. It was uh, where we were in North Nova Scotia was right on the bay, whatever the bay is. It looks out at Prince Edward yeah. Island. And uh, a buddy of mine okay. has a house there. And uh, it's like that old thing, uh, comic Ron Shock used to say about uh, uh, Kansas. Uh, if you want to really get away, go to Nova Scotia. It ain't got there yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the thing it's that when out. you get up there, what you had to tell people, I go, if you really want to disconnect, yep. cause I mean, it was hard to get good sales service. Yep. And, uh, but I mean, it was like one of those things where you go, we're it's like, if you like hiking, Playing golf, seafood, uh, seafood some fishing, yeah. uh, fiddle
2: music, and booze. That's it. Fiddle music and booze. That's
1: right. And there were and the towns. It was kind of neat going driving up there. You're driving along the coast of Maine, yeah. And every little town is quaint and cool oh, and yeah. touristy. And then you get to New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, and all the towns are functional. Yes. You know what I mean? They ha- They're not. They're. They're not. Neat. Or no, there's a lot
2: of tourist towns like Cape Breton. There's a town called Ludenburg, which, like, apparently Stephen King has based a bunch of his books off this town. Oh, okay. Because it's like there's mandates of what color you can paint your house. Oh. Because they're like those beautiful, like New England, like beautiful old fishermen kind of houses. Right. It's like a gated so. community here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Like You can
3: only do peaches. And <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that? A lot of peach in Florida. <laughs> what is that? It's there's a, a beach
1: we heard about. There's a beach. It, I can't remember if it's on Prince Edward Island or on the the Nova Scotia side. Looking at, but on that sound yeah. there, there's a beach that they said all summer long the water gets above eighty degrees. Oh, and it's the uh, it's like the best beach in Canada, and it's it's because the water is very shallow there. It's a very shallow area. And for huh. some reason, it really warmed. I mean, the water is almost as warm as Gulf water here.
2: Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swim. I wouldn't swim in the Atlantic Ocean. But I have friends who do. I did a, like the first movie I ever did was um, like a movie we played surfers in yes. Canada, and I, <laughs> and so like the opening, the first day of shooting, we were in the Atlantic Ocean off of Newfoundland, like right. even f- further up north, cold, cold, right. cold cool water. And then the last week of shooting, we were in Tofino, which is in B.C., which is a beautiful, like, uh-huh. I, more
1: like California water, but I wouldn't, for leisure, go swim. No. I mean, well, you know, I was when we were in uh, Maine in Kennebunkport for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, I saw some of the best surfing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I, it never occurred to me, people surfing. But then when you think about the Pacific Ocean's cold as shit. Yeah, it's freezing. It's freezing, you know, and, uh, but... uh that, and I, I'll finish with this. It was funny. I, before we went up there, uh, we, um, I, I played golf down here with a couple of guys from New Brunswick. Yep. And I was like, hey, I'm getting ready to go through New Brunswick on my way to Nova Scotia. I don't have any reason to stop in New Brunswick. I don't know what's in New Brunswick. What should I see in New Brunswick? And he goes, go to St. Andrews. It's a, a little town right on the water. There's a beautiful resort there called the Algonquin. And it's one of those old lodges, right? This and we did. We went there and stayed, and we played golf, and it was just gorgeous. It's on that the, the sound Donful. that has the big title, the Bay of Fundy, the Bay of Fundy, right? Yeah. And um, and so he said, "Go there. It's really cool." I said, okay. I said, I'm going there for sure. I said, so where else? And they both went, that's it. <laughs> yeah, New Brunswick's a bit of a sleeper. A, a sleeper. Said, nothing? They went, nah. It's
2: a bit of a sleeper. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but they drink. Stew. Yeah, they drink and they got, good, they got good food. And like, one of the things I miss about Canada that most states in America don't have are good pubs. Like bars, cocktail but lounges. Beer. Yeah.
1: In Nova Scotia, it was Great. like beer. Yeah. Kind of like when you're over in Scotland and Ireland you know if you want wine they're like yeah we we have a red one and a white but, one yeah it, it comes out of the soda gun it exactly. tastes like dr pepper but they got a hundred different beers <laughs> you I know what I but my That's wife right. is the wine drinker and it's like yeah not so
2: much no not so much but the like the beer is outstanding oh yeah yeah the, beer, yeah the beer is really good i was in like i was doing a festival up there and there's like all these micro brews and they have chefs making amazing like seafood stews and uh-huh it was fantastic don't eat seafood stew right before a show Anyway, I learned that the hard way. I I stayed up all night drinking with friends, and then we're like...
3: Yeah, it was a bad idea. Have you ever been up there, Nathan... uh, up to Canada? Yes. Yeah, I went up to Mount Tremblant one time in Montreal. It's like oh, a, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. took a ski trip up there. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a fan. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm from here, so, like, it was too cold, man. I didn't like it. It was snowing. Yeah. Like, we were there for seven days. After three days, I stayed inside.
1: Had you skied before?
3: I'd never seen snow before. So oh, well, that, there you go. Yeah, oh, the first yeah, time yeah, I'd yeah. seen you snow. I was not a fan of the cold. Skiing was fun. It was the snow. It was just, like, you just wet and then hot inside. And if you gotta pee, it's, like, a ten-minute thing just to get the I just didn't. I wasn't. I was having I got like, off the plane here in Fort Myers, and I hugged a palm tree, and I was just like, "I love you so much." And I, I haven't. I haven't been to the snow since so no. that, I was
1: 16. We. All, I went. Of course, I went up for the just for the uh, just laughs, just yeah. for laughs. Uh, this past year, hadn't been in a decade. Yep. And uh, I was amazed how much bigger it was than even 10 years ago. That's great. That that it was massive. Festival. I mean, they blocked off a whole. Uh, several blocks it's, it, the whole city goes crazy for a month yes a month straight and it's of course it's all yeah. forms of comedy it's not just stand-up no there's French
2: guys on stilts yeah we got storms of course there. that's hilarious the French comedy is never eight. as good yeah it's because <laughs> like growing up you would see the French like the, the big sets the big like shows that we get in, in Canada and the US you'd see those but then you'd also get the French ones like the French comedians mm-hmm. and uh, it is a different kind of comedy French comedy's come a long way in the last 10 years, like with Mike Ward and Sugar Sammy and a lot of people, but uh-huh. uh it, a lot of it was just almost like mime work and like <laughs> p- weird puns and it was crazy. Just,
1: oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's what I was saying is it because the French uh, years ago, of course, really admired Jerry Lewis. Oh my God, yeah. Which, you know, is physical slapstick. And I wondered if that was kind of their thing.
2: Yeah, they loved it. Love physical stuff. Like, le- I remember doing a tour where we had this drum group before us. And they did a lot of phys- like, physical shtick. And when we were in Quebec, Like, it brought the house down. The crowd <laughs> right, right. was laughing. And they loved- They liked the comedy. But they loved like, the you drum know, the more clouds. I think
1: about it, it seems like whenever I see the French do comedy, it seems like somewhere there's a guy in a, in a tutu.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like, on a little it? bicycle yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> something like
2: and then that. you find out he's worth a hundred million dollars Of you're course. Like, I gotta <laughs> learn French man Shit, I, I gotta learn turn. French
3: <laughs> yeah oh man they just, just like dress a guy up as an American and just watch him fall and they're like stupid American yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they got I was in mean, Mount Tremblant is French so, like, the second day I was there, I, the intermediate, like, the greens were closed, so I had to go down the blues, oh. which are just, like, a bunch of straight downs. And yeah, yeah, I had yeah. learned by watching the guy teach the kids, so all I had was pizza french fry. <laughs> <laughs> so, pizza french fry, it does not work, by the way, on a regular <laughs> hill. And I had to throw my body to the ground, and I slid up to, on my back, up to the house with the little, like, the chair lift. The house right. Around. I went and collected my stuff. When I got back, it was shut down. And I told the guy, I was like, can you please let me down? He's like, no. He's like, it is closed. We are leaving. And they were right there. I was like, please, can you just let me down? He's like, the only way down, the only way down, everything else was closed was a black diamond for the rest of the way. <laughs> oh He was trying to kill me. He was like, no, yes. you go, you go. And then some, luckily some lady just like came up and saved my life and yelled at him in French. Nice. And then they put yeah. me on the lift to let me down. Do you <laughs> ski, Ron?
2: Uh, I did growing up because I grew up in Alberta. Yeah. And uh, fantastic skiing there, but... Then I got to... We didn't have a ton of money growing up. And I right. got to a, an age where it was getting really you know. expensive. And I, I was really interested in girls and do, yeah. like, just other things. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to spend the money on a lift ticket. I'm going to try to...
1: That was kind of, you know, girls. I didn't... I grew up in Tennessee, and there was no skiing in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... But I, I, I when I got out of college, uh, I lived in Boulder for a while. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was working with... Uh, I just fluked into this job working at this residential treatment center for troubled youth right and they had a ski program for them.
2: And how old are you at this point uh, really like...
1: I was about 25 20 <laughs>
3: 20 25 26 and uh,
1: and so the guy they this was actually a campus like a school and so they had a PE program well the PE instructor he was like hey I got, I'm, uh, twice a week I take the kids up this little ski resort uh-huh. and uh, they have ski instruction and they all have individual instructors for them I need somebody to ride up with me you know to be in the bus in case the kids get goofy mm-hmm. and uh, he goes if you'll come with me he goes we ski all day for nothing and right. I'm a ski instructor so my for, <laughs> so for twice a year twice a week for a whole ski season uh, I got to ski with a ski instructor, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and so I, I really fun. And so did he start the, you out with pizza, French fries? Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. But you get, you try to get away from that. You try to, we call it snowplow. Snowplow. Yeah. Yeah. Snow so uh, it's hard to, to get nice. away from that. Uh, so, you was. know, I got to where I was pretty decent, <laughs> yeah. you know, by the and really enjoyed and it. And you
2: still ski though. You still like to go out. Uh, well, you know,
1: I skied, I, I, the thing about it was, was same situation happened with me. Skin's really expensive it is super yeah. expensive.
2: It's fun if you like to, to make the trip but. exactly
1: and so once I, once I got into comedy, I still had connections out there, so I, I went out I went out there and skied and did shows so basically yeah. I got you know I broke even right. you know what I mean I right, could right, go right. out I could make enough money that I could ski and and break even off of it and then snowshoe resort in West Virginia. Has yeah. a comedy club there, and I did it for 15 years in a row. You'd go up for a whole week, free skiing, and once again, everything was free. Yeah. So it was just a wash to go skiing. Have you done snowboarding at all or just skiing? No, nah, I got introduced to snowboarding after I'd been skiing about 10 years. Right. And you know, once it's, you. It's get, hard to give
2: up when you're good at one thing to go back. When you to, get
1: past busting your ass yeah. a bunch, and then I got on that snowboard, and I. After I busted my ass about the sixth time, I went, you know what, man? Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to go through the learning. <laughs> no. give, me, give me some skis.
0: I
2: just give me some I just skis.
1: don't give me some skis. Well, I have some buddies up, up
2: north who've made a, an amazing career now. They do a thing called the Snowden Comedy Tour, and they just started. There's like four of them go, we love skiing. I'm sure we could pay for like skiing for the season and sure. just hit these small... Towns and cities, like in BC, and I think they do some in like Washington State, and yeah, and it's blown up. Now they're doing 2,000 seat theaters, oh, and they're they're doing something like a hundred wow. shows. They're doing tons of shows. They're making tons of money. They've been doing it for like 12 years. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, this is smart, but yeah. I, but it's also a good reminder that if you find ways to make comedy uh, get you things you like to do, as opposed yeah. to just yes. Do what you and, love. and you do, yeah. It yeah. do what yeah. you love yeah. and find ways to do other things you love. Right. It's going to be
1: successful as opposed to just. Exactly. And, and then it might become more successful totally. in that situation. Well, that was it. I skied. And then, you know, about the time my daughter is about four years. Four, she's 20. She's 26 now. So about the time she was four or five, uh, the snowshoe thing kind of ended. And then my wife and I started talking about, well, do we want to go skiing this year? And then we priced out what it was going to cost. Flight, you know, lift tickets, ski, condo, all the shit. And I go, well, they're going to cost us $10,000 yeah. to go for a week with the whole family, at least seven. I mean, yeah, that's I if we're, we're like keeping it yeah. tight.
2: That, yeah, that's you can go and, to Europe. And <laughs> Not I was now, like, clearly. Almost. I
1: think we need that in our 401k. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we well, need to it, it is crazy
2: expensive. And there's a, I mean, my, kid, my daughter's too young to ski right now but my son like we, we could drive up to Big Bear from my like where we live now yeah, only yeah a couple hours
1: oh exactly you know there's a neat thing yeah. and I always thought it was so uh-huh. cool uh, we were uh, my brother-in-law uh, uh, he lives Brian lives in uh, he's in Orange County now but he mm-hmm. he was over in LA proper and uh, and one day he had a pool in his backyard and so one day we were there I can't remember exactly when it was maybe it was September October I don't know but anyway we were swimming We were swimming. It was it was a warm, wonderful day to swim in his pool. Uh, that morning, you know, kinda first part of the day. And he was like, Hey, later on, let's jump in the car and go up to Big Bear. And so what took us two hours or hour and a half, two hours to get there, and there was two feet of snow. It's amazing. And I thought, Wow, that's that's a part of California I didn't understand that you can literally be on the beach in the morning surfing and be skiing that night, well, or in yeah. the in the afternoon. I, I mean, I love.
2: That's why I love California because it is sort of everything in one state. You, right. There, like I can be in the desert. I can be I can be a Joshua Tree National Park, and Palm Springs. I got married in Palm Springs. I mean, uh, you can be in the mountains. You can be skiing. You can be like climbing up by the ocean. Like I love all that. Just diversity
1: of geography. You just gotta have the money to do it. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I've been up to Mammoth. I've skied there and Mammoth Tahoe, great. and yeah. you know. So, uh, but still, even with that, even with those areas, getting out in the wilderness, it's still congested. Yep, it's con. That's the thing with California. It doesn't matter where fuck you go. <laughs> yeah, there's people. There's a lot of fucking people. <laughs>
2: a lot. You gotta know. You gotta really. You gotta have a four by four and no a track where there's not going to be anybody right just skis up next to you will you take a look at my screenplay Yes, Yes. that's right come on please look at my resume yeah I haven't done this (laughs)
1: bit in a long time about skiing but it's I I do a bit with this based on that skiing is the most dangerous of all sports because without a doubt it's the fastest you can go without an engine yeah right and you think about the whole time I skied no one wore a helmet Mm -hmm. which is crazy (laughs) that you're going as fast as you're going near trees and there's no one wears a helmet yeah but i said what makes it so dangerous is that if you're an avid sports person right male or female and you are a beginning skier it's really hard for you to go and stay on the beginner slopes all day because when you come back to a pre-ski and have drinks it's like well, Where'd you go today? And you go, Well, I, I started on Bunny Fluff, yeah, and then <laughs> I went over to Fag
3: Flume, and
1: yeah. uh, I was on I'm a Pussy most of the day, yeah, uh-huh. and because they're all those right. names, right? Oh, yeah, yeah and yeah. everybody wants, to, and then they name all the black diamonds, you know, Decapitation Co., yeah, that's right. I mean, they literally have names, Gwen's like Revenge, that. exactly, <laughs> all right, you know? and it's you know, so everybody, like, I gotta go over there. So the oh, yeah. point is, I think most <laughs> people or a lot of people ski a little above their ability oh you for know sure. they they go to they go one hill one mountain one step above where they ought to be
2: i like easy easy That's hills me too, i man. hate moguls yeah. yeah give me just easy n- i just want
3: yeah, down down, to go fast files, you know just so when i was right young yeah.
1: yeah when i was young you'd go get on anything but, like yeah yeah but i'm the same way i Uh, A a nice little intermediate slope that I can just traverse the slope and la-la-la down. Down the
2: whole time? Yeah. Well, it is dangerous, though. I mean, I had my brothers, one of his best friends growing up died skiing. Uh, There's four kids in my math class when I was growing up died, like, in an
1: avalanche. It's like, yeah. oh, man. Well, Well, how many people hit their heads on Uh, trees? It's a dangerous sport. I mean, what what calmed my fucking ass down was, uh, was that snowshoe. It's probably about our fourth day there. And I was it was an intermediate slope, but it was a steep one. It was a steep, thin run. Mm-hmm. And I'd done it a hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, Les? If you're really going to take this sport to another level, you've got to get comfortable skiing that fall line. Just staying right on it, keeping your skis together, you know, and just and just slowing yourself down just enough, but allowing yourself to go, let loose. You know, yeah. I talked myself into that. <laughs> yeah. And then about halfway down that son of a bitch, you realize you're at a speed like you've never been it's in crazy. your entire life, oh, yeah. and those trees are just shooting by yeah. you. And then it occurred to me, I'd not prethought the slope like, and I knew the slope, I. I knew I, I was I was, it was that was all happening, so I go I'm going yeah. faster than I've ever gone and I'm 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 way beyond my comfort a zone. A drop there's a drop. There's a drop. Yeah. And it's not a big one, but at that speed I realize <laughs> I'm gonna get substantial air. Yeah. And I also realize when you get air the speed picks up astronomically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when yeah. you hit the ground you're going way, way faster, you know. So I thought, okay, this is all running through my mind. I'm the drops there. So I thought, okay, Les. Pizza French fries. Right? <laughs> Pizza French fries. Right? No, I said, just sit down. You know, because there was no I was going so fast there was no kicking sideways. Yeah. Uh, I said I said, I'm just gonna sit down and go into a little controlled fall. I did not realize that there's a speed in which controlled fall is no longer an option. And I was at it. Yeah. And when I hit that fucking ground, my body was like a rag doll. I mean, I was whipping off that thing. And my, I literally, my head bull whipped off the, off the side of the snow. And I hit the side of my face. And it was one of those that when I finally stopped, I was laying there. Were your skis thinking, still on, or did your skis buckle? They came off. The the uh, uh, They came off. Yeah. And I was literally laying there thinking thinking I've fucked up, and I might be fucked, like yeah, paralyzed you know, her, or yeah. something. Yeah. So, you know, you're literally doing, wiggling the fingers, wiggling the toes, and being happy. I knew I had some kind of concussion. Uh, and But what I didn't realize was my... My best friend, Ken, and my wife, Pam, were behind me. They knew that I'd already told them what I was going to do, and they were yeah. like, okay, Go for see it. at the <laughs> bottom. So they saw me crash yeah. and then disappear over the top. So they start down there. Well, when my face... Hit the snow, it raked it. Yeah. So all they see is about a two foot strip of blood. Uh, <laughs> go, oh, white oh, snow. Oh, I'm gone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and Pam was like I kinda hoped it would last a little longer than this. <laughs> oh, I got down there. I I I got down on my own. I said, I don't want to go down on that fucking sled. No. But I had to do the shows. I had I had uh, three more nights of shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I did with that big raspberry, fucking skull, raspberry on my face. And I sat. I did not stand up during those shows. I yeah. had to sit. You didn't
2: break anything, though. Just like bruised
1: tailbones. Just bruised. And... Just yeah. just beat up. And I had, a, I, I would probably say, let's say a mild concussion. Right. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh, God. But from then on, I was... Leisurely, Leisure. I yeah. go. <laughs> there's no rush. There's no reason. There's no, there's no reason for at, the, at that point in time I was in my mid 30s, and I'm like, you know, unless you <laughs> grew up
3: being a speed skier, or yeah, you don't need okay. to go back. Why no, the that's, that's the same thing that happened to me, except for it was an accident. It was like a. It was just straight down, then flat, then straight down, flat all the way down. It was like six oh. of them. I went down two of them, and this lady's like, "Slow down!" And I was going so fast, I was like, "I can't!" But she didn't hear because I just <laughs> flew right past it. And then on the second one, when I hit that flat and then went to that thing, it just—I just sailed off of it, like flew in the air. You landed it. I was just a starfish through the air, like, "Oh, oh. there's oh, easy no. whatever." So I fell. The lady comes up. She goes, "You need to slow down. You got to go side to side." I was like, "Okay." Can you show me how to do the side to side? She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Cause there's still three more goes." So I go, "Okay." Side to side to side. So she shows me. I go side for one second. My skis straightened out. And I just like a pull it back go. down there. There <laughs> you go. Yeah. You did it again. <laughs> I did it again. And that's when I see the ski lift, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna." And I just uh, threw my body to the ground. Yeah. But I was only 16, so I didn't get any hurt. You know? Uh, yeah, you can
2: take a you can take a hit when you're 16. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, oh, it was all good. Yeah. I did the. Uh, I was uh, for a little while i was in the olympic luge training program really <laughs> cuz there's calgary had the luge and like i was a bit of a troubled kid we are like I mean, is luge feet first feet or head first it's actually that they the, head first is actually safer and those that's a skele- skeleton skeleton right it's actually wow. safer it's a heavier sled and it's apparently safer really well you shouldn't steer anything with your feet yeah i, I think that's so. a universal a universal thing but i i was going down uh, i started uh i was going down i was going about a hundred and something kilometers an hour i'm a kid and it's uh what's that about it, it about 70 70 that 80. That's what yeah I'm about saying. 70 probably yeah, i was nine it's years fast. old yeah <laughs> uh, i think it was fourteen, fourteen 14 or 15 and i'm going down my dad would hang out in this area called the straightaway because there's all these turns and when you do a turn and a lose you got to kind of turn with your feet a little bit there's little handles you got to know how to do that roll your shoulder so you enter the turn well you come out of the turn uh perfectly because you don't want to cra- there's been horrible crashes people have died yeah so you got to really like know how to do these micro movements so that you you turn perfectly uh so the tricky part is the straightaway you do this turn you come out of a heavy turn into a straight area which is actually very hard because your, your, your sled is turning at high speeds, and then to, to level out perfectly straight, you just rocket down this, I'd say like 200 feet stretch of just straight, and then you go into a, a 180 turn in another direction. It's the trickiest part on the track. It's also sometimes the most fun part on the track because you're just booking along straight. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can hear the sled is like <sighs> making that kind of sound. Um, and my dad would hang out on the straightaway because that's the best place where you get to see it's not a great spectator sport for parents, because it's like, they're gone. <laughs> so it's, it's the most you get to see your kid. And he was waiting. And he heard something was wrong. And I, I'd, I'd entered a turn bad, and I'd hit something. And he could tell, as soon as I came into the straightaway, I start like smacking the side back and forth. All right. And sparks are literally flying off my sled. Uh-huh. And uh, and all he heard as I passed by, he heard me go, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and I went out of the straightaway Into this like 180 And the 180 is covered Like it's one of the covered areas for some reason And then he saw my sled leave And, and he didn't see me leave And then he heard <laughs> <laughs> And the track ambulance started racing me. And he was like Oh no oh, And God. like I did the math I think I went about a half kilometer Just like sliding on my junk Oh. Like, oh. I was, it was the worst. It was oh. the, And part of my, like, the suit melted to my skin. Oh. Because of, like, it was where? so hot. Like, I had a scar in my arm for a long time. I'm like, oh. like do you want to keep doing this? I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 no. Do <laughs> <No. laughs> <No. laughs> no, I want to ride a skate at 100 oh. miles an hour? Yeah. No. A single.
3: Yeah, Yeah. it's like geez, that is nuts, man. I can't believe that they were like, "What do you do with troubled youth? Ah, we'll make them go 100 miles an hour. We'll see if they die Uh, or not." I mean, in their defense, I wasn't
2: the most athletically inclined kid, so but still, you can slap all those those
1: ice sports, you know, where you're where you're going. I mean, when you sit there and talk about 70 miles an hour, I mean, good God, I mean, 30 miles an hour. I mean, when you think about as. Fast as you can pump on a fucking bicycle. Yeah. Maybe you're going 30 miles an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you
2: yeah. then your heart says go, like you get a bit nervous if you're going 30 miles an hour on a bike. You're Absolutely. The speed wobbles. Yeah. you yeah, wobble yeah.
1: Man, to think about you know skiers going anywhere but up to 100 miles an hour That's and crazy. and bobsled and all that yeah. and the fucking ski jumpers. Where did those mania maniacs come James,
3: from? So <laughs> oh,
2: I, I, I got, I've been at the top of those because, like, I have to. Yeah, and it's you—you you feel your guts turn to water when you look down that like 90 meter jump. Which when is the you big, look, big one. when
1: anybody stand, you know, when you stand on top, and look down, and go, "How on God's green earth did the first person ever go?" This is a good idea. This will be fun. Uh, it, be it's it's insane, and they're all. They're little guys and, yeah. and women too, aren't they? To, to fly, they're yeah. usually pretty small.
2: Yeah, because you need to be aerodynamic to get right, the distance.
1: Right, right. That's yeah. that's one of the craziest fucking things. Even just
2: and they're on cross country skis too. Right, right. Like, so even to, just to ski on a cross country ski
1: is hard. A little wobbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's maybe it's just they start early. I know. I remember a buddy of mine was a gymnastics coach. And he was talking about to get the kids to what he calls to get them to fly. Right. You know, in other words, to get them to where they will, they will, they will do those aerials oh, yeah. and double flips and all that kind of shit. He goes, you have to get them doing that before that part of their brain... Develops that tells them you shouldn't do that, <laughs> and then if you can get them Ooh. doing it by then, because if you wait too long, right? For most people, the, just their brain won't. That's won't allow the, there's it. That there's that. There's
2: that. So. Uh, she was a woman. She was a U.S. gymnast, like medal. I'm trying to remember who she was, but <sighs> she had a terrible accident while uh, training in like the Olympics a few years ago, or the nationals, and she was like on track to like win gold medals, and she said she just couldn't do it anymore. Right. Said something about that fall, set off that part of her brain, the yeah. animal part of her brain that goes, You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And she's like, I had, I'd had, never had this. I've been doing it for like 10 years, and all of a sudden I can't do it anymore. Right, right. That Makes total t- sense. PTSD that comedy. or something. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's <laughs> like PTSD. Like, totally. That and that is the yeah.
0: crazy
1: thing about stand up comedy when they always say it's probably the number one fear because public yeah. speaking is the number one fear, oh, yeah. and stand up comedy is that. In hyper speed, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And you go, but this is supposedly scarier than going 70 miles an hour down the side of a mountain or 150 miles an hour on a North NASCAR track or, you know, on a motorcycle. I yeah. See, but because I, I met a guy, I met a guy after a show, y'all probably had this happen, it came up to me and he was like, Man, I don't know where you get the guts to do that. And then we got talking, and what does he do for a living? Races motorcycles. Oh, geez. He was a pro. He was yeah. a pro. And, yeah. it, and I was like, How fast you ever, what's the fastest? You know, I don't know, 150, 160 miles an hour. But that doesn't, 160 miles you think an, an hour. The, you think what I'm doing, yeah. he goes, I'd rather be on that motorcycle at 150 miles an hour than be up there doing what you're doing. Well, he
2: knows it, yeah. You like, know? Or doing military gigs where you're like, Yes. Talking to people who've been in special forces yes. and did like three tours in Afghanistan, yeah. and they're sitting going, "Oh, what you do looks scary." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. What, what do you do? do? I'm they a professional murderer. I know. You defuse yeah. bombs. I know. Yeah. bombs. <laughs>
1: it's like doing stand-up." While being fired on, okay, all right, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or if you, in other words, you know the whole audience is armed. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? So if shit goes wonky, (laughs) and you're armed too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's (laughs) right.
1: still.
2: (laughs) I'm only armed with jokes. He's he's, Uh, he's
0: more scared of bombing than defusing bombs. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Well,
2: Seinfeld Seinfeld has that joke about the number one fear is public speaking. Number two is death. So most people, if they were at a funeral, would rather be in the casket than given the eulogy. It's true. Yeah. Well, I know
1: this. I, uh, uh, most people, most people would their their fi- they would rather accept bodily injury mm-hmm. than emotional than emotional uh, uh, um, trauma or trauma. Or? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So it, you know, it, it's kind of like. Okay, you can either go up there and do three mi- attempt three minutes of stand up, or you can let me punch you three times real hard in the head. And- more than not, it would go. Sleep. I'll take the licks wow. before I'll get up there. Yeah. He's you like, know. Can I do one
3: minute of stand up and two punches? <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's me hitting it. You know what yeah. I mean? They're yeah. looking at me yeah. going, yeah. I, I, ain't got can, I much. can I do six minutes? <laughs> you know. you do six
1: minutes and I punch you? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. It ain't it right. like <laughs> I'm going, Michael yeah. Jordan gets to hit you three <laughs> times as hard as he can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll show you guys. Oh, God.
2: That's wild. It is daunting when you see it, like, like, actually meet a real professional athlete. Yes. They are different human beings. Yes. yes. They're different human beings. They're As, just so
3: big. They're so... Body engines. They're,
2: they're, they're body engines, like a basketball player or, or a hockey player or a football player. They're just so big. Amazing.
1: People, yeah. that's my wife and I already saw that, you know, with television, I think, people lose that a little bit. They, mm-hmm. And especially with sports commentators, they're comparing pros against pros. And you forget that, well, I'll bring it down to this. When I was in college, University of Memphis had one of the worst football teams in football, <laughs> right? But I knew the guy who was third string linebacker. Okay, third fucking string linebacker right. on one of the worst college teams in all of Division 1 football. Yeah. And we were at a party one night and Kyle, Kyle was about Kyle was probably about 6'3", 250, yeah. you know, was a big boy. Big boy and we were drinking, and one of my buddies, who was like 6'1", 230, uh, sorry said, Kyle's fucking hard as rock. He goes, Kenny, you can hit Kyle in the stomach as hard as you can. It won't even faze him. And Kyle, and Kyle was like, you can. And, and he was a nice guy, Kyle. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and so then it was like, go ahead. And Ken goes, Kyle, I'm not going to hit you in the stomach. He goes, go ahead. It's no big deal. So Ken hit him, but he didn't full force hit him. You know, he yeah. just kind of gave him a little punch, and – Kyle goes, no, really, Ken, go ahead and hit me. He goes, are you serious? He goes, really, go ahead and hit me. Sprained his wrist. Yep, oh, yeah. yeah. Literally, spra- like sprained his wrist where he had to put a fucking thing on his wrist oh for God, a yeah. week. Oh
3: yeah, that's the redneck beer belly. That's and <laughs>
1: hit that guy Jesus. as hard as he could, oh. and it, you know, and you're going, that's that's a low level athlete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that ain't yeah, an, I, That's not an NFL guy. No,
2: that's yeah. just a giant. Yeah,
1: that's a, a big, yeah, tough son of a I, bitch. I'm
2: a bit yeah. obsessed with, like, the, the fact that there's people who are almost like a different species of, like, if we were 500 years ago or 1,000 years ago, they would be the warrior king. Yes. And because uh, I, I saw a little guy yelling at a Starbucks uh, barista. Mm-hmm. And the little guy was like, I don't know, five three, five four, and he was just yelling, like, this is the wrong order. And the Starbucks barista was one of those guys who's like like, 6'3", he had a giant beard, he must have weighed at least 250. And I'm like, this guy should be a Viking king. Yeah. <laughs> and you're talking, like, how does he have no instinct to not talk to this man like like this? Because
1: he has grown up in an era. He's a that, pug. That He's a that lapdog. Has, that, has only, that has only been on earth, what, maybe 70 years. Yeah. Where we actually have law enforcement that will protect you from that. Right. Because yeah, before, that. before that, you know. The guy yeah. would have just broke his fucking neck. Well, <laughs> That'd <I laughs> totally. that, yeah. have been that. Totally, yeah. Or he just slapped the shit out of him. I don't
2: think it's know? a bad thing to get pop- like. I don't think people should fight, but I don't think it's a bad thing to get popped once or twice when you're
0: growing up to just learn yeah. when a when little bit of like. Oh, that's probably it though. You just yeah. hit it on the head. He probably just never had that experience. Yeah, that's it. exactly yeah. right. He yeah. never yeah. played sports. Yeah, right. You
1: know, I was the guy that played- I had an older brother. So there like- you go. Right. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I, I had. I mean, I was, I was the kid that played high school football at five six one thirty five.
0: Right, Right. Just
1: because my buddies and I could make the team. Right, I I could make the team. That was it. I was fast and I could tackle pretty well. So they would put me on special teams because they gave a fuck if I got hurt, you know, (laughs) but, uh, uh, they called me dirty, 30 McCurdy. I was in charge of the B team. I was the leader of the fucking B team, but, uh, but I just liked it and everything, but I had no business being out there, but you know, you, when you get around those big guys and have to, and at times you have to go up against them. Yeah, you know it's real quick. You figure out. Yeah. No matter how the pecking cause order, because you can kind of fake yourself into believing you're bigger than you are. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah, you don't. Sure. You you're not looking at yourself in oh, yeah. proportion right next to that it's person like else. everybody else is, and yep. realizing what a teeny tiny person you are. And you kind of think you're kind of equal, and then you, you go to it. yeah, then you go to hit them, and you just bounce off like you hit a tree. Yeah, you you're, not, you're a
0: mosquito. Just. You're a mosquito. Yes. Yeah. I did. A,
1: I do
2: Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I was in um, Latvia on a military base, and they're like, we have a grappling club. If you want to come, come like hang out and do some. <laughs> like, sure. And I mean, like some of the guys. Everyone was good. Everyone's fit. They're young. They're healthy. They're in shape. So they're already at a, a baseline of. And I did okay But this one guy's like Do you want to We roll And I look And he's this Eastern European Fuck that. No. Uh, Military police guy And I'm like oh, Okay Like he looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> And it was like a, The scene in The Revenant When the bear picks up Leo and her out. <laughs> It was the worst Six minutes of my life But I'm oh like
3: I have no I do not belong With these people <laughs> Do you do want me do Same as last night last night
1: as last night so, yeah about 20 to
3: 25 max, but 20 yeah to 25. you know what tonight do 20 because we're gonna do the interview at the wonderful was oh, that tonight oh yeah we're doing the interview okay. interviews sure. tonight people so hurry yeah. up and get down here get down here <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast hurry yeah. <laughs> up and get down here they're like what it's monday Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's monday yeah. it's sunday monday? it's get monday it. today yeah is. dude it's i worries. met ted dibiase like if you don't know wrestling A lot of people don't know him But he's the million dollar man yeah, Back yeah. in the day Right a, Yeah yeah. She, everyone's got a price <laughs> And I met that dude And his hand was double the size of my hand Oh yeah It was. I was driving through the middle of nowhere And yeah. there was a church called my father's house And it said on the sign Tonight Ted DiBiase And I was like what yeah, And yeah. I walked behind the church And like Eddie Guerrero's grandpa Was back there fighting Yeah Like just going crazy They had this church league and everything It was amazing And then one week later DiBiase was on regular wrestling And he looked like a tiny little person next to these wrestlers,
0: man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they're scary big. And the fact that some of these
2: guys are doing like flips and doing stuff. Yeah, super
0: athletic too. They're not they're not just big. They're like 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 the rock, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Is super athletic. Like they were talking about when he does like the fight choreography. Oh yeah. Like he's like better than some of the teachers, like how nimble and quick he is. And it's like yeah, dude What is he on? Like, what the fuck is that? Human <laughs> oh, <laughs> growth man. hormone Life, life bro yeah, Life In and H-G-H. 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 Yeah, yeah, growth hormone <laughs> yeah. yeah He goes to Panama once a year <laughs> yeah. And just gets injected <laughs> yeah. With all the good stuff For sure Yeah, crazy. just all the Like, the best things But if
2: I was getting paid That much money to, of course I would. Plus, oh, that's, yeah, that is uh, your life, though. Yeah. Like, your yeah. life
0: is to be, like, a super athlete. A Superman. Yeah, like a Superman. So, it's like, I, I, I do get that. Like, I remember when like when comics, like, I remember it was, like, 10 years ago. Like, everybody had a bit about, like, uh, plastic surgery or something like that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, well, it is their life to do that. Like, it, at some point, they have to maintain some kind of upkeep. And it's like, oh, sure. their health starts to fail.
2: You know who had the best, the best one I still think to this day? Al Pacino, like... 10 years ago Yeah He like went away for a bit Yeah He looked like an old hound dog Yeah And then he came back And looked like Al Pacino He didn't look It wasn't, it wasn't over the
0: top Yeah no. Yeah
2: <laughs> But I'm like Whoever Al Pacino's person right. was Yeah exactly Cause
0: people, it wasn't It wasn't like ridiculous where right? yeah. like They peel back a fucking layer of skin like Stretch it over it's your eyeballs. It's like
2: too, it's like like an orange when it gets a little dried yeah. out. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. <it's> too thick. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: over the top. Like he did yeah. like Sin of a Woman* too, but he played his younger brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually deaf, not blind. <laughs> <laughs> I got good plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah, crazy. That was true. That was like, I, I love Al Pacito. He had like a. He, he's one of those guys that like came back when he was older. You know, and just started doing it again. Like, there's a couple of these dudes that like they they're gone for a while, and
0: then all of a sudden, when they're like, he cracks me up when he's not supposed to be cracking me up. Sometimes, though. like like the way he just the way he acts sometimes, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The hilarious. character he just starts yeah. like like I I imagine like just going out to coffee with Al Pacino must just be a <laughs> weird experience. It's like he yeah. uh, it looks like uh, he could be very intense. Yeah, what? just that's what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden, like would we'll just pepper in like weird humorous. Stuff which you're not really sure to laugh at or not. You yeah. know? <laughs> what if he just talks all regular? He's just like, yeah." Hey, that one? would be hey, weird. That would Hey, I'm me Al
3: Pacino. Nice um, to meet you. Oh. I don't actually talk <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk. It's it's all it's all a character. Want a I mean, latte? The,
2: uh, yeah, yeah like I think cool. a lot of uh, people have to like a lot of like big celebrities. are that big. Like, yeah, he was so famous in the '70s. And, uh, you gotta maintain an image, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I think you just don't give a shit. There's a point oh, where you're like, yeah, yeah. you do enough movies and you have enough money and you're like, ugh. Yeah. And then you come back and have
3: it like a renaissance.
0: It must be annoying though, just yeah, like I love not, the renaissance. Yeah, not being able to it's go always places. The best. You know yeah.
3: De Niro did a renaissance.
0: Like he no, he never different. went away.
3: I thought he went away like didn't he go away like in the eighties like maybe in the eighties yeah, movies gone for a little bit like... and then he came back and like just started blowing up with like he started doing comedies and stuff that were kinda of weird. Like Well Midnight Run we is that one that of the mean... funniest movies. Right. Yeah, Midnight Run is good, that's yeah. a great that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, that's
2: uh I've rewatched that
3: again recently. You, it actually holds think... up. Oh it does it?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. I think Pop you're talking too. about like the Meet the Parents era of No, no,
3: like yeah, that party came back but like in the nineties he was popular, but there was a section where like all of a sudden he just wasn't around anymore. I think, yeah. I think you're right. I think it was the '80s. But yeah. there was also
2: a period of like mid '80s to like almost 2000 where movies were garbage. Like so bad, absolutely garbage. There's there's a handful of things that were awesome. Yeah, like James Cameron could put out anything like amazing. Yeah, and and Wednesday, there's yeah. few and <laughs> far between. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> 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 Man, you stink, Will Smith. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was like, Will Smith's amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's it. Do you guys think Bruce Willis had? Uh, past surgery at all? Probably. I don't know. He looks great. He just, he just got more and more bald, and like, we just How accepted did he get it. more bald. I never yeah. understand that. Like, every time I see him, I'm like, is his head shinier? No, yeah. he, was, he was always bald, though. Yeah, he was always bald. Like, even back,
0: uh, even
2: Die Hard, like I, the... I think he was wearing a hairpiece. Really?
0: I think so. Really? Oh, yeah, that was a hair... yeah, he was always kind of hair... going bald a little yeah. bit. Even in like Pulp Fiction, you could see his hairline, like, receding.
3: Why would you wear a bald ha- hairpiece, though? I do like, know. Well, Sean <laughs> Connery? T- t- t-
2: t- I mean, Sean Connery was apparently super bald during James Bond. That's hilarious. You yeah. can't have a bald
0: James Bond. No. No, that would never work. Sean, Sean,
2: not, Sean
3: Connery. Remember when we came back and did The Rock? How was great, Cage. That, that was great, though. That was a great good. Movie. I, I love, love that movie. movie. That was
0: a great movie. But but let's be honest. Without Sean Connery, Lu-shush. what is that movie? Winners come home and fuck the brunch. a really bitchy Nicolas Cage. Yeah, is it's, it's a is trash movie. movie. I don't want to do it. Yeah. It
3: was a terrible movie without Sean Connery. We've uh, The wife and I have been plotting our friends to hate Nicolas Cage so we've been acquiring all those little Nicolas Cage things like that with he the shirt does on suck, it, and the pillowcase yeah. and uh, we are going to redo one of the bedrooms in the house Nicolas Cage. Well, I, 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 uh, I applaud that. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to be really fun. What, what happened to him? <laughs> he, he's just, a, I don't know, it's crazy. So he,
2: but he's, cr- everyone says that he's crazy. I don't think Co- he's crazy. A, everybody in Hollywood says yeah. he's crazy. Like, right, right. It's like he's legit a maniac and that that there's a point where he's just like, I'm just gonna make every movie I can, man. Like yeah. every movie that comes up, they're like, yeah. Hey, will you go to Chechnya to film this like three million dollars straight to video movie? And yeah. he goes, But we'll pay you an extra ten million bucks. And he's like, All right. Yeah, he's like uh, taking everything, everything, everything. And like, yeah, I remember going through Europe, White and there like, Jackson. but there's like, there's all these Nick Cage movies,
0: really, and weird
2: like Steven Seagal movies, all these things that like you've never even heard of here that yeah, are just, we're on the plane
0: or in the hotel room. Like, what is this? They're probably killing over there too. They're oh probably yeah, great.
2: they're making money back. They're under under
3: Siege back. 14 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Nicolas Cage and Stephen yeah. Steven Steven Seagal. Seagal. Yeah. Stephen You know what, I would watch Steven Seagal and Nicolas Cage in a movie though because it would be a
0: train wreck. <laughs> yeah, someone's movie was so bad you gotta watch it. Yeah, oh yeah. No. I actually,
3: I love old, action movies any or b action movies oh i love like scott atkins is my favorite person in the world scott Scott Scott, i love scott you don't know no no oh dude he's uh first he did undisputed which he was Boyka. he was first the bad guy in prison yeah and he like had to fight in these prison fights and then he became the good guy It was like this whole thing but uh what was that called dude he's been uh uh undisputed dude watch all the wasn't that supposedly
0: about mike tyson I've heard about that. There was one. There's. It's like one loosely based off of Mike Tyson's time in prison because yeah. he said he was taking fights in prison.
2: Oh, did you? Sure was really?
0: Yeah, Mike Tyson said like claims it that would he have was, to be extremely loosely based. He was uh, taking. <laughs> yeah, I'm very
2: curious okay. about. There, there was that movie I watched recently about the the guy in Thai prison who was like a kickboxer, British guy. Yeah, and he was, and it's based on a true story. Yeah. He was uh, like a kickboxer in the UK for a while, and then he moved to to Thailand to learn more, like more about it. Yeah. And then he just became a heroin addict. Oh shit! And so he got busted trying to rob a place and like right. with all this heroin on him, and he got sent to like gnarly prison, yeah. Thai prison, because yeah, they don't fuck around there. They do not fuck no, around. It no. is like so he's lucky like he didn't get killed. Well, like, and so that's the thing. It's like he ended up uh, kickboxing there, like trying to get the kickboxing side. As the way to like save himself, the movies I, I gotta look, I look it up. I wonder what it's called, but it's uh, it's fascinating. You like you watch it and you're so stressed like, out. A little bit, well, yeah. and also talking about like the survival and, and being like surrounded by people who could kill you, like having that instinct in your yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it triggered every part of my rabbit inner <laughs> human. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I would not survive. Yeah, I'll watch
3: know. that. Tell me what that is. I'll do, that's that sounds like something I'm definitely interested in, man. Yeah, I love that. It, you know, if you, Scott Atkins played um, one of the bad guys in the uh, Doctor Strange, uh, he's a bad guy. He's a good bad guy. He's a bad guy in that American Assassin. Yeah, yeah he's, he plays, but he in he's a bad guy in these in most of his movies. But he has a huge following, man. Look at Scott. Right. People love his movies. He just did this one called Repo Man, and uh, it's it's good. He's just like Repo it's Man. Kinda, yeah, but is, it's Scott not Atkins, that, is that Scott Repo Atkins, Atkins right there? One. Yeah, that's Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins, that's Scott Atkins. Yeah. Repo Man was that... Why well, I love the... Scott Atkins so much. is beyond me. Was that Jude Law?
2: And I just wanted, for the record, I just showed him, like, a shirtless photo of a guy doing a Kung Fu pose. He's, oh, yeah, that's Scott that's Atkins. God. Oh, yeah, that's Scott <laughs> Atkins. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, a really yeah, small yeah. photo. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 I only watch porn where they put the face over the, the other guy's face. Scott Atkins banging this chick. Scott Atkins. Yeah, deep fakes. <laughs> They're watching so it's Scott Atkins banging Miley Cyrus or something. We are probably we're pretty close. We've got to be pretty close to,
2: like, porn deep fakes happening.
0: I'm surprised that it's not already. It. Yeah,
2: I mean, there, yeah, there is. No, there
3: definitely is. Now, I,
0: how would that work, though? Would would like would the person be able to capitalize on that? Like, like if Jennifer Aniston, it's just a girl that looks fake, e- really like it. Could and you like
3: they, make money off that? Like, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think you make money off of it. It's like it wasn't me. Like, if you make money off of it, you are like, oh yeah, that was me banging.
0: Like, but like that's your image. It's your. You know what I mean? I think they should just do. Because people like, would watch uh, that, right?
3: I think a lot of those porn websites are in the wild west. It oh, is. Yeah. It's it's pretty much whatever really whatever i think so yeah. i don't know if it's not whatever you want to do then i Unless know suppose promote yourself first well, some of those, those
0: webcam people make some serious fucking money like like not to like scoff at no one would oh, pay yeah. no one would pay me money to do that like, oh, the webcam man. stuff there's probably somebody out there some weird I've canadian tried. guy <laughs> it would pay you to <laughs> yeah, just like say, ski yeah. naked or something like
3: <laughs> do, that's what i want to talk about what, yeah. what was the surfing what was the canadian surfing movie uh, was it, is, that it is?
2: was called it was actually what was in the states too it was called national lampoons go in the distance uh, and, it and it was yeah uh, you were that's cool and it was like uh it was um yeah i was like i played the pothead character and it was just they did a road trip like the guy's girlfriend moved yeah. to the
3: other side of the country yeah. And so it's we road trip I've from one this. side to the other side, yeah. Oh, Trying okay, to meet her. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I'm just going to be noticing you all kinds of places now. I'm like, oh, there's Ryan right there. I'm going to check that out. It yeah. was, <laughs> uh, you know what? The, the death of uh, DVDs
2: has really affected my film career because – I had a lot of things in the 99 cent bin
0: at like Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's just not a thing anymore. So, gone. Man. <laughs> yeah. That was me, baby. That was that me, was man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was I so ruled the
3: 99 cent bin.
2: I've signed so many 99 cent version copies of that DVD over the <laughs> years.
0: This might sound dumb. as a totally ignorant question, but like, does acting at all help your stage presence on like in standup? Uh, like how do like, like, well, I mean, I came from a pretty theatrical background like okay. as a kid and, um, because you but, do seem like that. Like, like, for instance, I saw you last night. I didn't get a chance to catch you in the main stage because I was right. just like setting up and of everything. Course, yeah. But I saw you go up, and I was like, and I talked to you like beforehand, and I was like, okay, all right. And then you went up, and you were like, I was like, oh, this guy's like, he's going ham on his audience. Like, you immediately <laughs> like walked into like an energy. You you started with the Perel Pirell bottle, and you're like, what are you guys fucking crazy? And you're like, <laughs> and it was like a, it wasn't a character. It was just an energy. It was like, it's know, it's
2: definitely. Um, I feel like. Uh, I w- I came from th- my parents are actors, okay, uh, like huh. theater folk. But they also did other stuff and other trades. And yeah. then um, so I was always raised around theater. I would like I love theater. I love acting, but I was naturally a com- like I went straight to comedy. Right. And so I'm a much better natural comedian. And but I've also spent twenty years like honing that craft. Right, right, right. And I'm becoming a better actor. Like right, okay. I look at. Uh, early stuff i've done like the stuff i do now i actually can look at and go okay i'm I'm doing some decent work i'm working with good actors and i'm not embarrassed i don't feel like i'm embarrassing myself uh but that's also you know roughly 20 years of acting too okay
3: oh yeah you're good at it man i I will say i've been like i've been sticking into that I'm, i'm like binge watching workman's moms right my wife's already watched the whole thing working moms on netflix yeah. and so I was like oh, let me check out let's just see this guy and now I'm like totally stuck <laughs> in it Dude, you know, I wanted to come in today and be like how could you let her do that bro like what are you doing <laughs> like, yeah. yeah.
2: well it's nice like, the last couple of years like bef- up until then I was always when I get hired it's like wacky like characters or you're, oh. you're gonna be a cra- you're gonna be they want somebody the, the lines aren't great but we want somebody funny because you can you can improvise right you know? yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's fun but sometimes you're like I just want to show up and act I don't want to have to try to make something that's not good good better <laughs> like, right right yeah. Uh, so last couple of years I've done a lot more act, Like real acting, or, real acting Or being in dramas And being Playing bad guys and It's like that's right. fun Right, right.
3: But, oh, yeah. Like yeah. What Like what else Like what, are, what have you been doing lately been doing?
2: Uh, I was like in uh, There's like a sci-fi show Called uh, Winona Earp and uh, oh,
3: you were one of our, yeah. I actually yeah.
2: watched that Yeah, that's, well. uh, like things like Murdoch Mysteries, and yeah, just like cropping up here and there in different yeah. characters. Uh, so, look at him! You know. Look at, at him yeah. go! I always mm-hmm. just
0: wonder that, like, like if like the fact that you do perform in front of like a live audience, I wonder how that could help you through like the audition process almost. Cause I,
2: I think so. Uh, I, I think um, having stage presence is a is a really important thing, and I think. um uh, having technique is super important. Like, like stage technique is super important. Like right. as a person who I know lots of people have done lots of theater school. I've done workshops, but you look at like a real actor. Right. Which I will, well, I'll include myself in that category now, but like I'm a real, real actor. They, they know how to play the room. They know how to breathe. They like know how to right. break down text. They know how to like, there's all these little things like right. film acting. Uh, is counterintuitive to a lot of comics because you don't play you're not playing a room you're playing like right. a tiny screen and if you do a big reaction on camera it looks terrible oh I see yeah oh, like I'm I've so been on the right. other side of casting as a writer uh, like a producer on stuff and it's like people who I think are brilliant comics or uh, have come in and just totally shit the bed because they didn't know
3: how to play uh, the frame
2: it's, like, it's called playing the frame right playing the frame rather than, right. Um, right? right yeah that's, it, yeah well,
3: it seems like acting just as... I mean, it's harder than getting into comedy. Like, comedy is really hard. Like, if you want to do it professionally... Yeah. The comedy part's fun. It's the best part of it. You get to tell the jokes. But the yeah. rest of it is like a job, dude. Like, getting booked and going to all these things. It's super hard. And dude. acting is even crazier. Like, like uh, I tried to do some acting, and they were like, yeah, you can come work for free. I'm like, what? It's very steep. Yeah. Like yeah. It's a steep learning curve. But also, some people have
2: just a natural gift. And, like, if you watch... If you go and watch... uh like something like the Irishman if you go watch the Irishman <laughs> and you watch a lot of those people and you actually look at what they're doing you're like it's not a lot yeah, they're not right. doing a lot right, 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 the camera's really close to them and yeah, it's yeah. like micro expressions right, right, right. they're not uh, doing wild hand gestures or uh, like true. shaking their head they're just like it's just the way Al Pacino looks at you right, or Joe right. Pesci yeah. he, he has like a half smirk and you're like oh he wants to murder that guy yeah right and right. somehow they can convey,
0: convey that, that, that through
2: that micro expression I'm like I don't know how people do it but.
0: yeah it's like I wonder, though, if you have to have, like, some form of, like, you know, weight. You know what I mean? Like, it's Al Pacino smiling at you. Like, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a
2: – some people are just good at it. It's crazy. Right? Some people are good at it. Some people look good on camera. I remember, like, I've worked with people. i worked with this one, like, woman who she's – she's pretty. Like, but you wouldn't go, like, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. But something about, like, her on camera mm-hmm. – amazing. Well, she was amazing. She's like breathtaking on camera. Breathtaking on camera. Really. Yeah. And I get that and just too. just has weird angular something features. I'm the opposite. I have, I have like another buddy who's like, he's like he's not a bad looking guy, but on camera he looks like the most handsome guy alive. Wow. And uh, and Lucky. he doesn't have a lot going on. He's like, he, he's not. Super bright. He's not super smart. Not the best at conversation. Right. He's not a really good friend. Anyways, but... <laughs> <laughs> <point>. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. Uh, hate this yeah, guy. Anyway, <laughs> so, his, his, but, like, his name's a, Ron now. He's on camera. <laughs> and he's sort of like something about like his dead-eyed quality makes him <laughs>
3: look like he's got this deep pool of thoughts really? going on. It's impressive. That's hilarious. I'll that. tell you, I, I'm, camera is not my friend. I got three headshots we took like 600 pictures <laughs> and I went there I was like I was like my wife's just laughing she's like you look so
0: dumb And I'm like oh and then finally we found three out of all of that I'm I'm not it's yeah I got not meant for the screen I, I got free headshots one time because I was doing this competition and the, the camera guy just happened to have like his rig yeah and it took him a while and then finally he just like he was like God, I'm fucking good. And I was like, <laughs> That's kind Does of that a mean silly. we're done? <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't see the headshot he sent me like three months later. And I looked at it. It was fucking awful. This is yeah. a picture of somebody else. It looks like I'm selling insurance for Mormons or something. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, like the whatever he was going for, I'm not. Like, it's just I can't even use it. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. It looks terrible. Like It doesn't even look like me. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird. He's using like a Snapchat filter. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did You take this on your iPhone, you piece of shit. Like, what is? But like, just I remember like how how confident he was in stuff, so I trusted it, and I was like, yeah. damn, must be a good fucking That's thing. I remember good. trying to like look yeah. at the camera, and he was kind of like, I will right, well, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Three months later, I'm like, this is what you were excited about. Yeah. I think there's a lot of training you.
3: probably to it, just to be look good on the camera.
0: Some people just uh, are naturally have good complexion. Like like you said though, like I, you know, friend like Tinder. I just when I'm on Tinder, I, you'll be like, damn, like, and then like, oh my god, like match what? This yeah. is hot, and then you go meet her. Like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Like, how she's do you like, look no, that good? Me. She takes a picture and shows right. you. Yeah, it's deceiving. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. everybody, or it's like a real cute like picture. Yeah. And then you like show up, and she's like six two, and you're like, what the fuck? How did you? How did that even? Mm-hmm. That doesn't That's make any six, sense. 6'2 two could be cute. Yeah. No, I just mean like.
2: <laughs> I am a tall lady. I just you just look like tall. a yeah. six two. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get dunked on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to win <laughs> yeah. my
0: basketball games against. Her. Dunked on. Yeah, but yeah. she. Uh, no, I'm just saying like, but like, yo, know, like, like on 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 a little tiny phone, like through the right angle, you look like a little cute, yeah. like person and then all of a sudden you're like I'm like, no we're gonna have this you can get your own plate of nachos like yeah. <laughs> like this is gonna get real this is not gonna work out yeah. this is not it's, gonna work out it's crazy
2: uh, yeah. see that's why i'm glad i don't have to date anymore yeah
0: it's the best coronavirus or just, no, yeah, I mean, just, coronavirus. just everybody's gonna die
2: <laughs> oh yeah i wonder how that what that's gonna do to, to the dating world
0: yeah i don't know some people are really freaked out about it like really, and it's usually older people. I'm not freaked. I'm not physically freaked out. I am freaked out about the uh, the impi- or like what implications? the implications. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Stock markets crashing. Well, oh, I like, don't have any stocks. I'm per- like <laughs> fuck that. But yeah, but like know. I feel like that's a bad thing. You know, I don't really. It's know. clearly a bad thing. Yeah, I don't it's know. Clearly a, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's clearly a bad
2: thing. When the planes are shutting down and they're going and they're when the NBA is not playing.
0: That's like yeah, that's like a horror movie. No, that's scary. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, but think about how many people are going to get inheritance.
0: You know all these old um, people dying,
3: dude. I'm telling you, it's good for like, the economy. It's good. It's good for the economy. It's good no, to bounce No, it's it's like all that
0: old money.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, like in two weeks when all the schools are shut down and people aren't going to work, and they're like, what are we? That's yeah. what I'm
0: worried about. Yeah, because like civilization's gonna stop for like a couple months. Like I don't get it. Yeah. What's their plan? You know.
2: Well, the plan is if you take a break, yeah. it can it can uh, slow stuff down. Supposedly. Yeah. Because and they so I read this article that says. The best uh, Time for Like when flu Is getting out of control The best time That it 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 starts to die down Is right after Christmas break Because people Leave school And they don't Like go out as much And They hang out And it it Slows the contagion It kind of breaks The the back of usually The flu Like that's interesting
0: It's like yeah It's like a Just a small enough Even if it's like A two week period Maybe Yeah Shit I hope that's What happens Fuck I don't know you know, I, I work here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I need people to keep coming to the shows. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I make money off you. Oh, it's
3: definitely. It's, people are I, – I told the story earlier. They they yeah. They shut. They, one person had Corona in a building we sent a uh, crew to, and uh, the crew said they wouldn't go in. The boss wouldn't make them go in. So now there's just constru- construction sitting. So now okay. – Yeah. So even construction slowing down. That worries me, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to predict it. Because when's the last time we've had this kind of scare? Like, what well, was it, 9/11. H1N1, maybe? Or, or yeah,
2: 9-11, I guess? Yeah, this is, like, this is... It's not, like, the psychic trauma of 9-11, but it's right, the... Because right. uh, it's not so in your face, like... Well, yeah, there was no... There's no There's no fun. video of a building, right. like, a, a major, iconic building <laughs> collapsing, you know? But, oh. Later, guys. Break legs, All have right. fun. Go have fun, man. oh he's going out to do some comedy looks he's going out to do some comedy Nathan Wallace yeah. he put his chapstick on he's ready to go out. Did he really? he
3: slapped some chapstick on <laughs> I,
2: don't, I didn't know that was he's a ready thing. To, He's ready to go for it mm. how was that? How was that boss? yeah they sound nice were we too loud? Could you hear us?
0: No. beautiful that's perfect
2: yeah,
1: um, they sound nice. We have uh, we have one of our local comics, really funny guy. He's a joke teller, older guy, uh, Ron Modell. Yeah, Ron can hear us. Oh yeah. And we'll leave the door open, and the last two sets he's done. <laughs> we've done this. Yeah. He's gotten so pissed. Uh-oh. He stay, he comes and he shuts the door real late. <laughs> he just yeah. Slams the door on us. You know. Like, how say dare you? The, we're like, come on, man. That's yeah. It's just uh, a little fun. I wrote down. I had three little tags for you, and now I can't find the little piece of paper. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, yeah, we'll come they back. will. They were just little. This just it? little. Nah, nah. I was mm-hmm. on one of those. One of those things. I think. Did you do? You did something about
3: juice.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: even. uh. You did something about juice? Oh, the kid not letting. The oh, let the kid have, yeah, have juice. juice.
3: Yeah,
2: if you can't, you gotta let your kids have juice. Otherwise, they're screwed if they discover heroin.
1: That's right. That's right. They're screwed. And then later on in that bit, there was something the kid was doing, and it was like, I was just however, it. it was kind of like if he accomplished this, what do you do? And yeah. I was thinking, give him some juice. Yes. Yeah, get some juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't do me wrong.
2: You know, I, I sometimes call do that callback call because I, I do a callback uh, where I give my son juice as uh-huh. a reward yes. in that whole run, run with my kid because I had, um, but I forgot a bit. Like, I, I talk about screen time sometimes uh-huh. and I forgot the screen time bit because like this said, I was like, hey, Dad, can I did something good. Can I have some screen time? Like, of course you can. Can I have a juice? Yes. Uh, but I, Yeah, yeah. I, was, I fumped that one. I started, It's nothing worse when you start going down a place and you know you're going to do a callback and you're like, shit. I didn't lay the work.
1: We had that same discussion last week with Dusty Slay, and I had that same discussion on, he goes, I got into a bit, and I did my callback, and when I did, (laughs) nothing, crickets, and you remember, oh, fuck, I didn't do this. Yeah. I forgot to do the other part. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I didn't set it up. Now, my
0: favorite was talking about when you're like, when you accidentally roll into a bit that you haven't done in like 10 years. Oh, and yes. you're like, I hope I remember how this. Fucking oh, ass. I've
3: had that happen many times. <laughs> that's you know, a rocky road right there. Especially
1: when you're talking to the audience. Yeah. And somebody will say something and it triggers. Yeah. A bit that you haven't done in years, and you just start right into it, and then you go, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Wait a minute.
2: Oh, the punchline of this is Ralph
1: Nader. <laughs> this, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> Do any of you know who that is? It's like... But it's amazing how your mind generally gets there. Yeah. You know, you just kind of trust it'll remember. Oh, yeah. And I think, I, I can't think of a time that I just went flat and couldn't couldn't get there but the
2: know? longer I do it the more I like just surfing I just want to surf I want to be I want to get out there and I want to surf and, yes. and play And well yeah. it's nice
1: when you can get it to the point where you've been doing. you know I, I've had this conversation with several comedians at headliners that go it seems like the magic number is when you've been doing it as a headliner for about 10 years yeah and as a headliner and you get to that point where you're 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 so comfortable with it with pulling information like you've got that file cabinet in your mm-hmm. head, and you can just start going and you can just pull stuff at random. Just you can free associate, but you're just pulling bits, you know. Yeah. And that is there's nothing more fun than that. It's, it's the best. Such a blast.
2: It's the best. I do admire like there's times where I go, all right, we got to tighten it up, tighten it up. <laughs> and I think by the end of the week, I've got a bunch of newer things. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'll definitely try to tighten those up a bit, but uh, they'll lose a bit of the magic. Well, you know, I they'll, have, they'll become they'll become tighter and they'll right. become funnier, but the, like they won't be quite as magical. They're
1: yeah, they and I've noticed that too. It's like it, it's like somehow that little bit of spontaneity yeah. or something just isn't quite there. And uh, but I was going to say, watching you last night, and how many years has it been since I've seen you? It's been, a, it's been a
2: few. It's been yeah. It's, yeah I was
1: going to say it's been ten a lot. 10 maybe, yeah. I'm going to say about 10. Yeah. And there you're just your whole as I remember your whole uh I'll get to that. Yep. Just your whole presence on stage was as as it should be. Yep. was just you were just so much more confident and cavalier and you know yep. and uh, 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 uh cuz Oh, know, thanks man. That I, much longer, you I, know.
2: I feel like it was uh there's a few years ago where I was, a, I was a man-child for a long time, and I'm still like a little imp out there, but it's more an adult. And there's something about being a comic. Mm-hmm. We, we all have the kid phase, and then mm-hmm. we have the adult phase. Right. And when right. I entered my adult phase, I'm like, this is so much better.
1: Well, and, and you, you, with everything, you got married, you had kids. You got so much then. more you can talk about. Yeah, all that's happened since I've seen you. Yeah, you know, And then I think
2: the final phase is like elder statesperson. Where yes, it's like if you're still touring around for a long time and you can be like get to that sweet like 70 where you can go you can talk about anything right
1: yeah right and you're yeah. and at the same time you still respect the audience you still respect that you want them to have fun yeah. and you want them to right. you know i tell you one of the one of the ones to me that still and i when when he came here I have still had still have people comment on it because he only did it once. Jackie Mason. Oh wow! He had been playing. He had done the. He always did the performing arts hall here. Yeah. You know, of course he did, and he always sold it out. And what happened was one year, uh, he when he was performing there, Elaine Boozler was at the club. Also, and, fantastic, fant- fantastic, and they're very close friends, and and so uh, uh, he he. Uh, he had plenty of time to finish his show and catch Elaine's late show. Yeah. And so I knew he was coming down, and Elaine said, she goes, he can do whatever he wants. If he wants to walk straight up on that stage while I'm up there, he can do whatever the fuck he wants, which he didn't. Yeah, But we stood in the back. And it was just so cool to be with him. He's such a, I mean, he's such a well-defined who he is. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Just the way he starts talking, you're like, it's fucking
4: Jackie Bison.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, you know, hey, Les. Thanks for having me here. And he was like, so he's standing there and he goes, so Les, how many people are you see in here? So, you know, I don't know, 270, I'm much what's, what's Lane getting for tickets? So he's yeah. figuring shit out yeah. in his head, and he's watching her, and he liked the obviously he was liking the whole mm-hmm. vibe. And so the very next week, his agent called me and he said, "Look, next year, if y'all want to work it out, he's going to take a break from the Performing Arts Hall and play your place Ooh. if you want to do it." You yeah. know, and we're like, "Oh, great!" And he came in. I think he did a uh, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five shows, easiest booking I ever did. No guarantee. Yeah. He just, this percentage of the door. And then I went, okay, hotel, travel? No. That percentage of the door. That's all Jackie wants. Wow. He'll take care of everything else. I'm wow. like, like, a gentleman. fucking cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And uh, so he came in. And I tell you, we all talk about it. He did an hour and 15 to an hour and 30 minute set Ooh. every yeah, show nice just thing. on his own. I don't know. He's one of those guys. I don't think he ever divulges his age. Yeah. But we were thinking back then he had to be probably late seventies. Yeah. Right. But I know one of my friends said he never sipped water. He just talked the whole time. No he, opener. No, no, opener nope. no. He. I went up and literally did five minutes to get him looking at the stage. Wow. And wow. then you know just to get him. And then boom, he got. He gets up there and his show was poignant it was topical it was edgy i mean it was all those things that you generally think of a really strong younger comic you know he's a great storyteller too like he was amazing he was fantastic that's
2: the thing too like especially when you start crossing that hour threshold you need like Chappelle's a master of this yeah where uh it can't all be like you can't just hammer Right, you gotta give them breathing room and then you gotta do like a couple big stories where it doesn't have to have a huge payoff like right, like have a good ending but just pull people in mm-hmm. interesting has to be interesting it has to be interesting yeah. right has right. to be interesting well you
1: know yeah. those, those are the comics that after you've been doing it for a while you always talk about getting comfortable with silence mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. and I know it was like somebody told me early on they go when they're quiet but really quiet well that's good because yep. you've got them, you you've got them just intent on everything you're saying. They're into it. He goes, if you start hearing glasses and yeah. shit kind of rustling and rattling, <laughs> getting get their candies <laughs> yeah. out, yeah, Murmur. They're, they're good yeah. listeners
2: here. This is a good listening club. They, yes. they listen. They yes. are very good at listening.
1: Yeah, that's the thing we that with our audiences that I've gotten for many many years is they always comment on. Your audience is really like... You call it a theater, yeah. and it is a theater. It, yeah. Your audiences are like a theater crowd. They're trained. Yeah, they're,
2: they're trained. trained well. And then when you're hosting, too, you set up a nice, like, storytelling kind of comfortable environment, too. Mm-hmm. Like, So I feel, yeah, it does have a theater. I was thinking that last night. There's a point where I got out of my head, and I was like, oh, they are quiet, and they're yeah. listening. I'm like, this is just so civilized. Well, you know what? Yeah, We've they, said they, this crazy. many times,
1: is that... that where we got into calling comedy clubs comedy clubs, I think it was simply because the word comedy starts with a C. Sure, I yeah. really do, because club a club denotes that you should interact and that you should be talking and there social. should be yeah, yeah. social. There's a, there's yeah. things going on and if there's entertainment, it's kind of a side. That's a good bar. Interesting, interesting. Whereas a theater is a focus place. Yeah, right? watch this and. There is nothing that needs more focus than comedy. stand-up comedy because yeah. you, you really can't miss a word nope. and get everything, you yeah. know. And so uh, uh, they should all be called theaters. I think so. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, absolutely. I mean, I was
2: thinking about that, too. Like, I've always thought maybe I'd ditch the mic one day and go for one of those, like, hand, like hands-free ones
1: because
2: uh-huh. it is such a weird, archaic – like, why do we even have those mics? We don't need them. Like, you have a wireless mic. A lot of clubs don't have wireless mics. I,
1: I know. And I you're know. like, Why? I know.
2: They the sound quality is better.
1: I know a lot of them. And you know, we uh, we even talked about putting some uh, of those uh, really sensitive like like qu- mics. choir mics, yeah. You know, up uh, just pointing down. So it, if if you wanted to not even have to hold a mic, I mean, the room's not that even as this, this is a good sized comedy room, but still, yeah. you can project this can room project, without yeah. a microphone. You know, it it gives you more
2: punch, more obviously, stuff, obviously,
0: yeah. but. Uh yeah yeah I like the microphone though. I don't but I'm I'm super new but like I I, I like I like it too but it's, it it feels feels weird like like even when I st- when I have the microphone on the stand like I it makes me uncomfortable a little bit like unless I'm just hosting and I'm like just like getting people on and off stage no I like having but, the
2: mic in my, I like having the mic but I also
0: do you like the mic
1: in your hand or in the mic stand
2: uh I like it in my hand but I, I'll yeah. I'll put it in the stand I like yeah. I like having
1: the option right like when I, I, I
0: like do, a wired mic too for some reason I don't know what it yeah. is I'll more too, more whatever. protection. Yeah. More is protection. that it is? It is yeah. subliminally. Yeah. I could
1: because I can remember yeah. when mics. wireless mics first came in, yeah. and I remember the first time I played a club with a wired wireless mic, and it was really strange. Yeah. It was off-putting yeah. not having that wire there to to fiddle with. Something to play you with, you know. It's yeah. something to kind yeah. of play with. And uh, it is weird. Though. Like there's I f- felt exposed, right. Yeah. It, 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 right, a little thin wire, but you felt a little out of your comfort zone a little bit. Well, yes. we
2: do like little tricks and little, like fidgets, and that's why if we do, I do a taping for like a show, you're they're always like, "Do you want a mic stand or no mic stand?" I'm like, "Well, I want a mic stand, but yeah. I, I tell me where to put it." But I want to have it. I want to be able to play with it. I know Buy you guys want to edit.
0: That's <clears> right. <throat> it's something weird. But. I did a weird show where they had like six wireless mics. Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, you're gonna go first. And You're gonna go second." Da, da, da. And they just gave us all a microphone. Yeah. And then they were like, just walk up on stage with it. And I was like, it just was so alien. So there was weird. no mic stand, but also the, the host was just kind of like, an asshole in the corner, kind of a DJ host. Like, it was like mm, coming God. to the stage. They do the, this. The, guy. And like, I'm just walking up, and I, I even had to, like, I was like checking to see if it was hot, and I'm like, boom, boom, boom. is this working? And I'm like, this just didn't seem like the right, the introduction wasn't right. It, and it felt unprofessional, and the audience picked up on it, too. It was making everybody uncomfortable. I know, the, right. no, the no host show. I'm yeah. going to hit the boys' room before. Sure, yeah, it.
2: sure.
1: Well, you know, that's one of those things, Mike, where, and I learned that doing these crazy one nighters over the years. Right. But it was like, doing those kind of clubs or those kind of one nighters, I didn't expect anybody going in front of me to be worth a fuck. Right, right, right. I expected right, right. them to be unprofessional. Sure. I expected them. I just because you've done enough of them to where you go, it, it's going to be what it doesn't. I'm not. I don't even give a shit what this dumbass says. Right, right. That that as soon as as soon as I can and I might talk over the top of him. Right, right. You right. know. I am gonna be loud and proud. I'm gonna uh, rivet all attention to me, very quickly. Yeah. You know, and, and and you know, and I'm I'm a loud person, so I'm a loud comic, and so I'm comfortable with that. You know, right. I, I I like hitting the stage with a Just lot of bang. energy and a lot of volume. Yeah, really screaming, look at me. Yeah, you know, pay attention. That's what I'm doing, and then. What I know is, is that once I've done that, I have to get a laugh quickly, quickly, quickly because otherwise you say? it's like, well then it, then it comes across as, I'm not, yeah. I'm not that good, right, you know what exactly. I mean? I was just up there screaming, it's like you're up there screaming, look at me, and then you got nothing, you got nothing. to show them, right. you know? So it's like, as long as you know, Hey man, I got an opening bit that just, or an opening two minutes, right. That just never totally fails. Never I mean, totally it, fails. it always gets laughs. It hits, yeah. And you can feel comfortable with that. But you know, because like we talked about, that was that old thing of comedy clubs. You have their attention. You yeah. you have you have their attention, and they're already they're just they're, they're here there for, for comedy. comedy. They're right. they're waiting for you. Right, right. But the other types of clubs. You don't have their respect. You don't have their attention. You have to walk up there. And maybe that's not the kind of comic you want to be. But you have to kind of, to me, you have to develop something that wins them over. And gets them looking at you and focus that wins them over in in the first few minutes. Then you can start to morph into your show. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I, I definitely learned that from you and Ken. With by the way you guys took the stage like i would see like every once in a while you guys would have like a different host like maybe you were trying somebody out and then the way they took the stage was very like uh almost bashful you know but when you and ken would come out you would go like yeah like look at like the show's here and so what i started to do when they would be like all right this next guy uh whatever is local from sarasota here from mike stevens as soon as it said Mike Stevens, before I even got right. to the microphone, I would go, yeah! And I would start yelling. And my, the idea being that if I can just do that before I even get to the microphone, I can get at least like 50% of the crowd to stop what they're doing. And be like, who's this crazy guy yelling? Yeah. And then I would grab up and I would immediately show like a smile or some form of like, of, of personality without even saying a word. Like, right. I like the, you. Right. You are talking about
1: those kind of places that you play where you 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 don't have their attention at oh, no. all the yeah. funky one-nighters and shit right. where you have to develop some way to get up there to get and, them on board yeah get them on board <laughs> there's
2: yeah. a, a a psychological trick and it, it it comes from like improv and and uh but it's about starting out positive like if okay. you start a scene negatively people subconsciously aren't interested right and it also gives you nowhere to go right right but right. if you tell people to start a scene like an improv scene and just say be insanely positive for 30 seconds that's all i just want to see how positive you can watch the audience and they start like lighting up a bit. They get, yeah. because we react to positive, right. happy people. And you notice it when you're watching, say, like oh, open last night. Yeah. How many people come out and go, like, oh, I'm pissed off or this is yeah. bad. Like everything starts negative. Uh, but the people who, even if you're saying negative stuff, but if it comes across in a positive way, in a happy people way. are much more, yeah. much more interested.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something about that. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, like, e- like, even like the angry comics though, you'll see them, like there's still a form of like, they're having fun oh, yeah. yeah, like they're st- like and you're supposed to be having fun. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? But is. yeah, you see like the, I remember one guy, like Chris from last night, he went up there and he was very like, obviously very nervous, but he was like, hi guys, how's it going? And it was ame- I, I well, saw an audible, like, just like, eh, fuck this guy. It's a defense you know I mean? mechanism to yeah. be
2: eyes down, be negative. Being negative is a huge defense mechanism, right? Sure. Uh, right. Because right. if you, if you show positivity, like this is great. Then you're taking ownership of a group, right? Uh, and you put yourself at risk of people being like, "Well, we don't agree with you about that group," and you could be rejected, like, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I love? I love, I love, uh, uh, I love beer. Who doesn't
1: love like just right? People yeah. are like we're wine drinkers. Yep. <laughs> like it's not, yeah, not my fault. Yeah, right. Not my fault. Yeah, yeah. it was them. It was so, them. <laughs> it, was a, it was all them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I always like. I always remember when we first started working and uh, you ever have
2: too much coffee before a show no no i drink I, like, <laughs> I, have have co- I, I have to have coffee this is the one thing i have to have coffee i love the fact you have a cure i need a cup of coffee i'm that way nothing's worse than when you go to a small town you're like where can i get a coffee before the show and like it, everything's closed. it's the only thing i, I really care about and it's, now, quick. It's, a it's quick it's quick cup of coffee. and i don't like drinking booze before a show. like occasionally I'll have like a beer on stage but i don't like drinking before a show but right right i've like, had y. enough well. coffee i'm like i'm gonna need Whiskey at some point. <laughs> bring it down had to a bring bit down. two cups. I had two cups. There you <laughs>
1: go. Well, you know, I I generally drink one cup of coffee. Yeah. But uh, uh, I am one of those guys I drink two in the morning. Yeah. And one before a show. cup. And yeah, that's me too. I like that. That's wild. Well, and and I show. and I don't drink. I, I made a I made a rule on myself first year in comedy, no drinking until the show's over, because yeah. uh, mainly wasn't just so much. I'm not gonna get drunk on stage but it's like some somebody's gotta manage this shit yeah and when you're in a job where there's no rules you're working really for, you're working for an hour you're exactly an hour. you go well you'll just I, I, I could just see it really getting out of control oh,
0: there
2: it goes there it goes
0: yeah it's exactly Woo. exactly how it goes. I'll drink
2: in a show when they're super hammered then I can tell it's crazy like yeah I can tell the crowd's nuts
0: oh thanks yeah Ryan's gonna go kick some ass oh, shit is it still going? uh we're pretty I think we're probably gonna wrap it I'll see what I'm gonna keep it going just in case but okay yeah I
3: had one more joke and I didn't get to it I said 20 said 20 minutes oh really you, yeah. you gotta cut yourself
0: short a little bit no he said 20 minutes so I didn't He's, he told me to do 20 no, I mean, like, did you have to, like, like in your, like, your material, you had to, like, cut it, cut it off a little bit? Like. I had to. Yeah, I had to cut it off a little bit.
3: Because yeah. uh, in the beginning, I was trying some... wanted to throw some new stuff out there, see if it worked in line. Yeah. It did. It worked decent enough. I wish it would have been better. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, everything went good out there tonight. try
0: anything not, that you did uh, last night?
3: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I did the gay boxers backwards. That shit's funny. That worked really well, dude. That's a great that joke. That worked really well. And then the one thing I wanted to try last night, though, Mike, was that, uh... High tech redneck. I really want to get that worked out. It's a, good, it's a good call line. Yeah, but I thought more people would know the song High Tech Redneck.
0: No, so, yeah, it's not really. that's a one thing song, I learned. Though. You can never assume. That yeah. anybody knows anything. Yeah, the High Tech Redneck. They got some chuckles, but not I do. Enough. I do a. I do. A, I don't know if you heard. I was when I was hosting last night. I do this this drug dealer bit where I'm like. I appreciate drug dealers but if you're going to sell drugs just sell one drug at a time. Like I don't it's like confusing when you walk into your drug dealer's house and you're selling weed and cocaine. Oh, like yeah. half the people are watching flat earth conspiracy theory videos and the other people are just cleaning off flat surfaces for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I assume that like people would know the the flat earth stuff but like a lot of people don't know the flat earth oh, stuff. God a lot of
3: people don't know the flat earth right. stuff. They don't geez.
0: they don't even know like how dumb it is, you know what I mean? Oh, and then yeah. I the, even is. worse I finish it up I go uh I'm like, because you know what you're getting into with a pot dealer, right? You skip a payment on your pot dealer. He tells his mom you can't come over anymore. You know, right? he, tell, he, uh, he bans you on Xbox, like some shit. <laughs> like it's a harmless thing. Yeah. Most people know what an Xbox is. And I'm like, y'all don't play Grand Theft Auto together anymore. I'm like, you skip a payment on your Coke dealer, and your life turns into Grand Theft Auto. And, and a younger audience, anybody that's ever played that game, immediate pop. But like people that have just heard about it, they like fuck this joke. I don't. Did you just do a video game reference? And like well, they don't out? know. Yeah, and they, they don't. Know. They just simply. It's the old care.
1: thing of never assume <laughs> right. your audience knows everything you know. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's right. like the old, the old thing of watching early on in comedy. I watched the New York comic in Birmingham, Alabama, in a great club. You know, yeah. Bruce Ayer's Club there. Uh, uh a Great club, great crowd. Started doing subway jokes. Yeah but didn't qualify (laughs) to the crowd what a subway was. Just assumed, Ah, and it wasn't that the whole crowd didn't know what a subway was, but they certainly don't know the nuances of a subway. They've never been in a subway, so of course nothing was working. And he got a little pissed at him, like, you bunch of dumb rednecks. And we're going, you're the dumb fuck. Yeah. You're in Alabama doing yeah. subway jokes, doing subway you dumb joking. shit. Yeah, you know right, what I yeah. mean? It's like, uh, yeah. you know, it's like an Alabama guy coming up to New York and, I don't know, doing jokes about... Shooting deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about
3: deer hunting or yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. Well, even when I'm out of town, like, here I'll do uh, specific references. So, like, I say Publix, I say Bush Gardens, I say the right. rides at Bush Gardens. But when I leave the state, I don't even bother. I say roller coaster, grocery store. You know, I don't say yeah. these things because they don't know what a Publix is. They don't know what yeah. the Kumba is at Bush Gardens. You know, well, you know so. the
1: thing is too, if you think about it, if you if you don't assume. So in other words, you go, okay, I've got a reference that's a a song or a band or a, yeah. a video game or whatever, and I'm not going to assume that everybody in the audience knows. But I want to do the bit. Then what that means is now. You have to write one more piece for your bit that explains what that is, and it needs to get a laugh.
0: Right. So what you're
1: doing is you're adding another laugh in with to an your explanation. bit, you know what I mean right. with the explanation you of know. what it is. And it can usually be pretty tight, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You Man. know you, you can you can describe just about anything pretty concise, and people go, oh, okay, I know where I, I, get what you're talking about. Right. And it you know. takes a
3: minute. It take, like That's the trimming the fat stage of every joke is like you, you want that explanation part, but then you realize, I need to take the ands, the thes, and the stuff that doesn't matter in here. So I can explain to these people as quickly as possible what I'm talking about.
0: And get one more punch. Yeah. And get one more punch in there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> to your you point, know. I remember I was watching uh, Doug Stanhope. He's doing a, a, a special, I think, but he was in front of a really young crowd, mm-hmm. and he did a Robert De Niro joke. And it didn't, it didn't land very, very heavily. And he goes, so those of you guys who don't know who Robert De Niro is, he used to be an actor. And it's like just him saying that was like, that's the punchline right there. Like you Got could him. tell that that like when he did it like at other clubs or something, the, yeah. the, the joke would have hit. But then now the punchline is like, he used to be an actor. Because right. he's doing shit movies now You know what I mean uh, yeah. right. And That's it's like right. They know who Robert De Niro is But they never really Are fans of Robert De Niro And then as soon as they heard that They're like They all like Loosened up and laughed right. And shit But yeah. to your point like, to, like He had to explain Like who he is In one line sure. And also make it funny Sure it was like, you know, Or you,
1: you, you compare and contrast You right. go Oh Robert De Niro right. is, and you take a young actor that you know right. they know, like a Ryan Gosling, and, you, and yeah, that you that,
0: compare yeah. him to. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good one. That yeah, works your right. punch. He's like a Ryan Gosling, but good. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly Uh huh. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah
3: exactly no, no. everywhere i go i pretty much feel like i have to explain florida stuff to them like people are like you do what
0: you, do, you know yeah <laughs> yeah what what
3: is that that you're doing down there in florida bath salts right <laughs> yeah. but also
0: the cool thing about florida that i learned is like people assume that it's already crazy so you can just use like any reference yeah you could you yeah, know yeah. what i mean like i'm from florida what do you what do you want from me and it's like ah hi, he's right he's from florida florida's fantasy land yeah florida's fantasy land yeah you know the
1: so most other people, that's not a place where normal people live and do normal uh, things. No, yeah, no. You know, Florida is where you go to get crazy and yeah, party. It's, go, yeah. Or if you lost your license. It's a vacation exactly. kind <laughs> of right. place. Yeah. Right. Every, yeah. Everybody does drugs. Right. Everybody's a little illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's. We
0: all own alligators. That's like, right. That's yeah. right. Oh, man. It is. like a permanent vacation spot, so it's a little Girls confusing. are all sleazy. Yeah. That's what you're hoping.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You're, uh, yeah. Spring uh, break. Woo! Yeah, spring uh, break.
3: Although
1: you go, most people come to Florida, they never hook up with a Florida girl. No. 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 Florida <laughs> girls are too savvy. Yeah, you ain't yeah. hooking up with a Florida girl. You know what I mean? They're way too savvy. They've heard it all. Man. Yeah, yeah, you're hooking up with some chick from Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. That's down here yeah. doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Working on her suntan. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly. I still, I still remember, on Daytona Beach years ago, and I mean this was years ago. This is back in the uh, probably late seventies. We were on Daytona Beach, four of us sitting on. Pulled our car up. And of course that's always a car on the beach is always so fun. (laughs) And uh, with a cooler and we're just sitting there getting hammered. And you know, you're just sitting there being assholes, you know, hooting at all the girls. I mean, we're we're stupid young rednecks. And this uh, travel trailer, like a short travel trailer, pulls up like Winnebago kind of thing. (laughs) Pulls up, I think it had Michigan tags on it or something. Pulls up, and a bunch of guys get out, and they have this huge banner, and they had an awning that would roll out. They rolled out the awning, set up their chairs, and they had this huge banner that went across the whole top of the trail. It said, free sex clinic. (laughs) And we were were sitting there going, those dumb motherfuckers. (laughs) Look at that shit. (laughs) We're going, that's fucking so stupid. It didn't take ten minutes no way. before there was a half a dozen little bikini girls uh, over there I talking to them. <laughs> and the next thing we know, they're all going inside and we're like, who knew it was that easy? Fucking genius. just had to yes. put a banner up. Right. Yeah. Oh, they were just all
3: getting tested for chlamydia. <laughs> yeah. At <laughs> the sex clinic. Who cares? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's man. a hustle. Uh, nope, you don't have chlamydia. Let's go to the back room. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. Oh man. It's just something as simple stuff all over the thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's funny. You think like chlamydia. This ain't gonna work, Chad. <laughs> like he's the smartest person in the group. Right. It's fucking hilarious. Oh god, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it was a fun night. It was a good crowd out there tonight, man. I'll yeah. tell you what. They're not yeah. scared of nothing out there. So It's it's the weirdest yeah. thing because you guys get like – you get mainly like like some older people, but then you get some really young people, and they yep. sit like right in the front row. Yep. It's like, see, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just a mixture of people like I've never seen.
0: Yep. Every young person that I have talked to that does come here is like blown away. It's almost like they never knew what stand-up was.
3: They've never
1: seen it live so right. often. Uh, you know, they've, right. they've seen it all their life. Yeah. That's the difference in y'all's generation. We saw it growing up, but only on the Tonight Show right. and a few other, a couple of other talk shows. It's the only place you ever saw stand-up comedy. Well, you guys grew up seeing the shit out of it. You you've yeah, seen comedy in, the, in, in every way, phones. shape, or form. You know, yeah. you well. you. So it's like, well, you, you ask a younger, oh, comedy, I'm watching comedy all my life, but they've never been to a comedy club. Nope. And then they come here, and they're always like, man, what a Different, yeah. I difference. mean, the, because they just don't get the fact that if you're not in the energy, yes. it just ain't yep. the same. But it, but it's, you know, it's the same with everything. It's the same with everything. Music, sports, yeah. everything. If it, once you get in the energy, it's a whole different animal. Yeah, like know? watching a concert on your
0: TV is like. Yeah It's, all it's right. not the same But you're not gonna be riveted to it's it It's at best like 60% You yeah. know what I mean At best Yeah watch a hockey
1: game on television and Then go down to the Sit hockey That's center ice <laughs> That's
0: cause everybody People smash it It's insane yes. It's crazy it And it is the is. energy It's Absolute nothing but it It definitely man. is It definitely yeah. is, it definitely yeah. is.
3: It, every, All of us connect Like especially That's in the right. comedy room oh, You can yeah. feel when the people pull away Like you can feel that Okay that back side of the room For some reason is pulling away from us What's going on You can physically feel it It's weird You can physically feel it Like it's how yeah.
1: often have you seen somebody do a set on television I've seen it that, that I know that comic I've seen them do that set in a club and slaughter yes right? oh, and yes. you watch it on TV and it's like you don't even <laughs> chuckle at no. No. you're like now I'm no. looking at the same <laughs> damn thing yeah. and I'm sitting same there thing. and the audience isn't even laughing as hard yeah you know in that they're, they're in front of something it's about the fact that it's being taped for television I don't know it's a weird but thing it is, is. It's, it, it laughter Laughter begets laughter. I always say, if I can get one person to laugh, I can get at least three more to laugh at the laughter. Right, yeah. exactly. People yeah. will laugh along with laughter. It's it is. Yeah. It's really it's it's contagious. It really is. Yeah. They everybody want wants to do it. Really. They want to laugh. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Especially that. And they'll yeah. fall into it. You know. And well, that was uh
0: like I've been hanging out at that at that cava bar lately, um, and there's a bunch of young kids there. Like, you know, a cob 19, 20, 20, 20 yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're doing this booze. It's all, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no booze. So it's like, uh, so I, I invited them all to the open mic, and I was like, just come, and they're like, they were like, really, it took a, it took a lot of convincing. I was like, guys, like, it's a free show. I'm like, if you get anything, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for your first round, whatever. Like, just come to the fucking show. And they were like, they were really like, not about it. And uh-huh. then, as soon as they walked in the door, and they looked around, they were like, oh, Okay. I I can do this, and then I was like, "Is this okay, guys? Are we cool?" And they fucking sat right up front, like which is the one thing you don't do, yeah, you when you, do. When, you yeah. when you're oh, brand yeah. new. Yeah. And they sat all right up front. That was that was the group of dudes that was like right there. Oh, that's the, the same right. dudes. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were all just right, all right there. They had no idea what they were getting into. Uh, and they the show Gava? started, and they were fucking blown away. They're, like even the bad ones, even the comics that like sucked, that were really just sucked the air out of the room. They were like, "That was great." Like we loved every like, We love watching them suck. Right. right. <laughs> it's just as entertaining Well, it is, yeah, and you would person. think, you know,
1: when you when you're totally new to it, even the ones that don't, and you know they're 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 it's an open mic night and you're yeah. giving you're like Man, the balls to get up and do that. Yes, shit. yeah. That guy was awful. Yeah. He still got up. Yeah. And he <laughs> hung <was>. out. <laughs> he knows, he hung didn't out even after. leave. Yeah. He didn't even run. <laughs> I would have run after the yeah. second sentence. <laughs> I would have run as fast as I well, could. Yeah. The door was right there, easy oh, yeah. to get out.
0: My favorite part at one point, my friend ran out of the the room because I went to go I went to go like smoke a cigarette because like one of the comics I knew and you know what I mean. I was like I've seen it set a thousand times, so I went out to take a quick puff off a cigarette. And he runs out and he's like, he's like doing this. He's like doing this. Like, I can't, it's too hot in there. It's too hot. And I'm like, it's not that hot in there. And he goes, it's just too much energy. He's like, it's just, I, it's, I, I, I need a break. I just need a break. And I was like, <laughs> I could tell he was like a little overwhelmed from the experience. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. how great was this though? Like, and they were like, all of them by an open mic too. They were acting like it was like one of the best shows they right. ever seen. I was like, right. "Come on, yeah, man.
3: that's really cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Was, you'll, you'll probably get one more open mic out of the four of them. Like, right? It was right, I know. like that one buddy that was yeah went so like, I want to try it. Yeah, how, sure. that one
0: dude went up. He did not do well, but he. I, I feel like I could do. Like, what do they say? Like, bad comics are the best. Uh, uh, best creators of new comics. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah I see that because you're just like first oh, stand up
1: comedy I ever saw was I'd done a summer uh, theater thing and. Uh, and uh, uh, I'd, I'd I'd already graduated from college. I'd finished up, and I did a summer theater thing. And one of the actors that w- that I got to be buddies with, he was from New York. Right. Lived out on Long Island and grew up out there. Yeah. And he said, "Hey, man, you never been to New York?" Now he goes, mm-hmm. "Well, if you're not in a hurry when we <laughs> get through in the summer, come on up with me." Yeah, yeah. We can stay at my parents' house, and then we'll, I'll take you into the city, and we'll fart around. So, we were just walking around, and we saw Catch a Rising Star. Oh. And I had heard about it right. from a couple of uh, girls that were in the act, that in the acting department at Memphis. Right. They had been up there, and they had told me, Hey, Les, we went to this place called Catch a Rising Star, and they didn't even know it was stand-up comedy. They didn't call it that. They wow. were like, they were like, a lot of people got up and they did these short little stories and it was funny and it was fun. And they, and we thought Les would be good at this, you know, he's the type that would be good at this. So we saw that and I thought, I remember them Let's go check it out. So I didn't know me and my buddy, we didn't know, (laughs) we didn't really know it was stand up comedy and we did not know it was open mic night. You know what I mean? All we know is we're in Manhattan catch a Uh. show. And this is a spot in Manhattan where they do this. We knew it was kind of well-known. And we walked in. We watched 10 or 12 comics. Maybe three were good. Yeah. And the rest Uh of them were just, you know, sucky open micers. Yeah. And I remember walking out of there going if that's what can get you on stage in Manhattan,
3: yeah. Yeah,
1: I can fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. of course I'm looking. But still, that was what happened with me. I was yeah. kind of like, you know, I think I could get, I mean, obviously I go, I can do better than most of those people did. That's I, a, I really felt very confident I could do that. Yeah. Because I'd been doing theater long enough, which is a totally different thing. But I'd done enough roles that were comedic. Yeah. Where I knew with somebody else's with a script, with somebody else's lines, I could interpret it and make make it funny. Right. I could exactly. get the laughs. Yeah. You know? So I just go, Well, the challenge here is is to write stuff yourself. Right. That's the hardest you know, part. And that was a challenge. And, and that's that was a big part of what got me into trying it in the first place. Yeah.
0: Seeing amateur comedy. Yeah. Seeing amateurs. Because there's right. nothing worse than watching, like, like Louis, when he played here, I was looking at him going, like, fuck this. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> why why like, am I doing comedy? He's so good, yeah. it's not even fair. And then, and then you What's think the about it, you're guys, like, oh, man. yeah, but well. But he
1: wasn't always exactly. that good.
0: And that's the illusion that I want to shatter with some of these people. Like, like they, they think you have to be Chris Rock immediately. To make it, and it's Chris like, Rock
1: wasn't Chris Rock immediately. Th- road, the, yeah. that, his
0: best bit, the uh, the difference between a, a black guy and, and the N word, yeah, is like it took him like a year and a half to get that bit to even get laughs. Well, I
1: remember when I first booked Chris, Think about yeah, that it, it would
0: be day. hard to get the laughs on that. When job, I booked Chris
1: I mean. years ago down here, he had already about about a year before he had played Bruce Ayers Club in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he was right off a of Saturday Night Live. He had just left right, right. Saturday Night Live, yeah. and I don't think he was really a stand-up, or you know, when he got on the show, I'm not right. sure, but I think maybe. But he was more just a really funny comic actor character, yeah. you know, kind of guy. And then he got into it, you know. But but anyway, Bruce did not have glowing reviews really? of Chris. The first time he came in. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he was... Uh, yeah. And you know, a lot of times with comic actors that decide to do stand-up comedy, yeah. of course, but they're famous because yeah. they're famous comic actors. Yeah, there's a list I, of them. Man. I never book them the, their first couple of years out. No. Because no. nobody can... No, I don't give a shit who you are. You no. can't get good at stand-up uh, in six fine. months. Right. You can't fucking do it. Right. Yeah. And so, takes them a little while. And, uh, you know, so that was... Same way with Chris. Now, mm. I got him a couple of years later, and by the time he came to me, he was he was good. Polished, yeah. He was good. He was polished, you know. But, yeah, no,
0: nobody. Nobody.
1: Nobody. Nobody. Even I
3: heard uh, polish Sinbad. Shore. Sinbad.
1: Sinbad was the quickest I ever saw get from opener to headliner, because I think he did it in three years. Yeah, And that's, that's the quickest. But a lot of Sinbad's in the beginning was he just – Knew how to command the audience. Right. Super charming. Super charming. Naturally funny. Just yes. naturally funny. Just the way he was. And it it doesn't hurt to be six foot five. Right. And really good looking. Right. You yeah. know that kind of helps. Yeah. That first captivating audience. One, you know. Yeah. So he just had the package. Yeah. And
0: genuinely a funny guy. I mean, genuinely right, funny. But yeah. but man, that's unusual. It yeah. really. Is. And he is like I remember uh <laughs> Like, he asked me where the bathroom was. And the way he asked me was just so sin. He was like, hey, man, what? Where- Where's the bathroom at? And he got like all like crazy eyes with me, and I was like, uh, it's just right down there. And he goes, All right, cool. If so uh, I can't find it, I'm gonna come find you. And then he just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was so crazy. And he did not need to do that at all. He could have just been like, Alright, thanks, man. Like he could have been that's not Sinbad. Sinbad for a yeah. second, but I'm like, Oh, yeah. oh that's you. That's yeah, just you. Exactly. You just love making people laugh, no matter like any shot, any chance you get, you're gonna go for it. What, like,
3: what was Sinbad originally from? I know he was in the movie House Guests and stuff, but what did he do before that? It's just
1: amazing. Like, well, the the, fir- the first the first his 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 break was Bill Cosby. Right. Oh, okay. Cosby saw him and got him and put him on the Cosby Show. Ah. Right. And then you know he got some uh, he got some guest roles. Yeah. And then when one of a shows spun off of the Cosby Show, I think he got on that show as a regular character. Yeah. And then. That and that's primetime television, yeah. So that got him started, and then he started getting the movie roles, right? And not as the starring guy, but as the sidekick guy, guy, yeah. You know, and he got several of those, and really, I mean. In first the, kid, I remember
0: that. I in was in the uh, oh, ni- yeah, first
3: kid, that was later.
1: Yeah. Though, I think. In yeah. the nineties he was Maybe not. he was all over television and movies. Well, Comedy mean,
0: Central was, at one point was only playing Sinbad. Like like he was yeah. all <laughs> over Comedy Central. Yeah, he let's say House guest is
3: a funny movie, man. It,
0: it is, is a,
1: yeah. Yeah, he was he was just all over everything in the nineties, yeah. you know. And, and then he, it's like he said, There was a point where he just aged out or mm-hmm. whatever. Or the next new thing—I don't know if it's Kevin Hart or whoever yeah, pops Chappelle. up. Now we're using that guy for that kind of role instead yeah. of Sinbad. Yeah. You know, we've used him enough, and and uh, he's just had a hell of a time getting parts. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. He just uh, lost his relevance, maybe.
0: And that, is that
3: is that when, when he came out did. with the special? But he's so movie.
0: funny that like I challenge anybody to go to his show and be like, oh, he's not. Like he's passive oh, like he's funny, yeah. But like anybody of any age, I'm telling Watch you. That HBO he's So special. fucking His first funny.
3: special he's like in these bright like eighties type pants, dude. It is funniest. parachute one of the funny, pants, yeah. Dude. Oh, it is one of the funniest. I remember he things, starts nice, off
0: dude. one of them as like superfly. He like walks out as superfly. <laughs> and then yeah. he's just a ridiculous person, but yeah. but like I remember watching that special and watching like a like a like a twelve year old, uh a later teen, and then like a mom and a grandma all laughing at the same joke. Like who who can do that? Who can do that? Yeah, like he's great. good. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about him before, not just like. Uh-huh. And like, he was just here.
3: Yeah, it was. Is is, is Polly Shore coming? Yeah, yeah. I thought a
1: Polly guy. Oh yeah, he's a. That's yeah.
3: what. That's one guy that I heard that at the beginning was like great, but I've heard recently that he may be one of the most amazing now. He's he's really really gotten good. He had a really
0: tight that. thirty minutes when he came here last time. I thought like really because I mean he did like what 30, 35, I think. I wasn't here. He uh he didn't do a full like full uh, okay. hour, yeah. but he, it was on fire. Was on, how it, could it not be? He's been doing it. it now It murdered a long time. though. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people thought that I don't know. Like he's definitely,
1: he's definitely well defined for sure. You know
0: he is he is a well
1: defined character. Sure. He he is like people would tell me. Yeah, you know, what's Polly Shore? I like. I go Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> I go. He ain't gonna trick you. No. He he is not gonna fool you. He <laughs> yeah. is gonna be exactly Polly Shore. Yeah. He's, not, he's gonna be exactly what you think Polly
0: Shore is gonna and be. He had now, some very you know? good stuff. Like solid. Like well written shit. Yeah. yeah, and he owns the so comedy store, so it's like I mean, is he, he owns it. He got I passed down so. to. Him? Well, his mother started it, Mitzi. Right, Mitzi. Yeah. So he owns. I don't know. Did uh, Mitzi maybe might, not. Did Mitzi pass away? I don't know if she yeah,
1: still alive. Yeah, Mitzi yeah, passed about yeah, yeah.
0: about a year ago. About well, year then ago. Yeah.
1: probably unless he sold so. it, I would imagine he inherited.
0: it No, he didn't sell. He's still there like every night. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go in and watch the end of Ryan's All right, let's wrap it up. That's it. Thank you guys. What can they find yet? Oh
3: yeah, yeah. Check me out. Nathan Stands Up on Instagram, Nathan Wallace on Facebook, and then uh, 679533 3, backslash backslash Wix, Nathan Stands Up is my website. <laughs> oh my God. Right. <laughs> Dude, I need to, get
0: a, I need to uh, buy the domain name. Grab right. a napkin and write that down, Yeah, if mean, you can get a
3: napkin on that real quick, mm-hmm. that'd be
0: amazing. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much.